welcome to Directly to Eagles, the 135th episode. It's Fanatics Force Podcast. We're Fanatics Force. Me, AJ. Welcome. Hello. I'm joined by Parker. Hello. Hello. Welcome from him, too. <laughs> and housekeeping stuff. You can support this channel by going to youtube.com slash Fanatics Force, twitch.tv slash Fanatics Force, getting $4.99. Or if you have Twitch Prime, I mean Amazon Prime, you can link it to your Twitch account. You get Prime Gaming. It's no longer called Twitch Prime. I got debated. Mm-hmm. You got debated. We all didn't know what we were talking about. You know, you get mm-hmm. perks for that stuff. You get access to our supporters on Discord. You get free Switch keys from time to time. I have a few of those that need to drop in the Discord. I'll do it after this goes up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so people, new people get a chance. Nice. And Look also, you, you're going to get some dope emotes man i got one emote like that one that's like finalized now mm-hmm. i got one nice. of them. got two more coming and then mm-hmm. once we get more slots i'll get the other ones look at that and twitch prime is coming up that's uh, it's about to be the first of the month in like two days for us one day for you for listening on saturday but otherwise if you're listening sunday or onwards it just became november so i'll need to remember myself and go in and use it that's <laughs> true although it doesn't it it refreshes when you refresh. So like if you started, Oh, you go in the 12th and interesting. You refresh it I thought it was a calendar month thing. All right. never mind. Don't I worry about me. That would be easier. That would Don't be easier to be like, y'all. yo, time to refresh it. Yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, no. Uh, but yeah, I stream, I streamed late last night. Cause I was like debate. Cause I wanted to stream, um, the Nintendo direct uh, mm-hmm. partner showcase stuff that came out. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That happened on Wednesday, and mm-hmm. Wednesday didn't exist for me. <laughs> so True. I was like, no, can't, can't do that. Um, and I was playing Pokemon with Lee, and I was uh-huh. like, well, we're already playing this. I, streaming is now easy for me, so I'll yeah. just stream us doing this. So I did mm-hmm. that like late last night, and that was nice. fun. People hang out, hung out, and some people dropped some primes and whatnot. It was great, mm-hmm. fun time. Good old like time. Also, follow us on Twitter. You'll see when those streams go live and any That's other true. stuff linked in the description i think i i always just kind of assume that anybody listening is following us on twitter but like that's not the case <laughs> but like that's definitely the place where know. we hang out most often maybe a little less in 2020 because 2020 but you know still yeah. nevertheless <laughs> yeah but yeah so you said crown tundra you playing any games obviously crown tundra yeah crown tundra Mm-hmm. um i at first i wasn't doing the story stuff i didn't really care i was just doing mm-hmm. dynamax but then i eventually started doing the story stuff because i was streaming with ian last week question mark last week okay um mm-hmm. and ian was like you gotta do story stuff it's easy blah blah and i was like yeah whatever and i was doing that it's very stupid it's like <laughs> like it's cool you know like it's uh-huh. pokemon story stuff but it's the same typical rpg dumb yeah. nonsense of like go to this place and talk to this guy and mm-hmm. it's like people that like those type, type of game it's great but me who doesn't like that like mindless or mm-hmm. or, or uh not mindless but like aimless Mm-hmm. uh oh i gotta talk to this guy before i do this thing that i know i have to do like yeah, there's a part right. where you get these carrot seeds right and you got to plant the carrot seeds and there's two places where you can plant the carrot seeds and it's very obvious where you plant these carrot <laughs> seeds but you can't yeah. just go to plant the carrot seeds you have to be told to go plant the carrot seeds yep. before you can use the prompt to plant the carrot seeds. It's so stupid and I hate it. There's no yeah. reason to ever do anything like that, but games still always do it. And it makes no sense to me. Like, 
come on, dude. Like if, yeah. the, if there's one I thing that every game yeah. should learn from Breath of the Wild, it should be like, <laughs> oh, shoot, how'd you know you had to plant the carrot seeds? That's crazy. You uh-huh. know, like do that. Which is funny because like even Pokemon in the tutorial about like super effective moves or whatever, right. like it, that seemingly did it. But like, I don't know. It seems like but even then it doesn't because it's like, yeah. like Hop is like, wow, you know how to use super effective moves. That's crazy. And then eight super effective moves later. Yeah. Wow, you know how to use super effective moves? <laughs> like, yeah, right. Yeah. There's there's like one of the things that happen a lot or have been a, a like a staple, like mm-hmm. tutorialized thing in Pokemon games that they got better at not tutorializing if you already mm-hmm. know. So like, you already caught a Pokemon. I don't need to teach you how to do right. that. Yeah. That much, they're, they nipped in the bud and got rid mm-hmm. of but with the stuff that's not like a staple they mm-hmm. still feel the need to like beat you over the head with like yeah. and not even necessarily it feels less like trying to make sure you know what you're doing and more like a thing to like pad the content because every huh, jrpg yeah. does that every single one at one point or another it's like go to this guy talk to him and then go to this place you can't just go to the place you got to talk mm-hmm. to the guy so he can tell you to go to the place and that's stupid uh-huh. <laughs> like, i don't know why you saying that made me think of, well you said jrpg i thought of golden sun it's a pretty pretty immediate mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. but i saw somebody commented on one of our videos at some point um I don't remember which it was. Oh, it was the one where I was saying that I wanted a golden sun. I give me left to your lobe for a golden sun or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I saw somebody be like, golden sun, it's pretty much just, um, it'll happen in an off year for Dragon Quest because it's just a Dragon Quest clone and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, here's the thing. If it were, I would, that would be great because then I would just go play Dragon Quest games and it would be golden sun, but it's not. And you're wrong. And I am <laughs> sad that you're wrong. Cause I wish you were right. But uh, I thought that was a, a funny comment. I'm like, no. And also it's not just in Dragon Quest off years. Cause we haven't had one since what? 2010 or something. It's so. true. And how many Dragon Quest off years? Have yeah. there been? <laughs> uh, but I thought that was just, I didn't respond to it. Cause I was like, I will only end up being sarcastically snarky or like, you know, silly snarky, but I don't know that it'll come across anyway so yeah. i just left it alone but, but yeah pokemon do you feel like i feel like the crown tundra hype or whatever died down really fast and i don't know if that's just i don't know yeah what do you I don't know i feel like it's not really the sort of thing that i would expect people to be like loudly hyped for <laughs> you know like, i guess it's like, already like, there's a community one, it's like it, dope it's, pokemon yeah. that's cool and then people might be talking about it then but then they just yeah. quietly they're like yo dynamax adventures which mm-hmm. discord let's go you know like <laughs> that sort of thing um it doesn't really like behoove itself to be like hey look at what i found you know it's not right. really that. it's sort of it's not a breath of the wild you know mm-hmm. where it's like this water cooler moment or whatever yeah um it's not sense. big enough for that i don't think mm-hmm. um and a cool lot of like the, just saying but that's not the point so. yeah, it's true it's true but. yeah i mean but again i guess that's something where we were saying that's that kind of a thing is more likely to happen i mean a i think they need to the, build towards that because even yeah. pokemon sword and shit there's never been a pokemon game that was breath of the wild yeah Ever. right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that has been people like i found the pikachu under this trip like i think pokemon snap yeah. is going to be the, the closest thing to that yeah. in a long time which is funny like i'm sure you know like i mean if people were on last week they already heard to say that but like i feel like for a lot of people that would be weird um but like yeah, i don't know i just think it'll have more of those kinds of bits in it and if it doesn't 
garbage game. Throw it in the dumpster. True, true. Trash <laughs> game. Trash game. It's true. Uh, um, but yeah, I caught a lot of legendaries. I caught mm-hmm. a few shinies. Um, I talked about that last week, the first shiny that I caught. Yeah, man. And then Lee caught two shinies, one of which was. So a, it sounds a like there's more. There's so more shinies in Dynamax. Shiny, right? yeah, right? and I okay. knew it. I knew okay, it. Yeah. I felt it in my heart. I was like, "There's no way." Like, I know I'm lucky with shinies more than most, uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm not that lucky with shinies. So it it turns out that the base odds for Dynamax Adventures is one in two hundred. Um, the wow. base regular odds with no assistant, which is like near impossible now mm-hmm. <laughs> in this game specifically. Yeah. But like the base odds, of, like if you did nothing, you never saw this Pokemon before, mm-hmm. you never caught any other Pokemon, all that stuff, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. It's like one in four thousand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so one in two hundred is crazy. But yeah. <laughs> if you have a shiny charm, it's one in one hundred. Wow. Yeah. But <laughs> if you have other people with shiny charms, they stack. So if you're on a team with four people that all have shiny charms, it's one in 50, one in twenty-five. One in twenty-five. Yeah. It's very, very stupid. But that's like I'm crazy. down there. <laughs> like, and that's for each Pokemon within the Dynax raid, right? So like yeah, you'll run into what, like ten Pokemon in a raid you're or in, something? Into or four five or, or five. okay four or five i think it's four mm-hmm. and all of those have a chance of being shiny which is yep. why it's like it's a resource drain because like you have to make uh-huh. sure you have pokeball even though like it doesn't really matter what pokeballs you buy because mm-hmm. they're guaranteed captures but you like if you want to get a shiny you're going to want to catch everything even if you don't use the thing that you catch oh um, yeah i didn't think about that so you can't tell that it's a shiny before you catch it nope oh nope, that's nope, tricky nope. And like at first, what and what Lee still does because he was like, it's part of the, it's part of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> like at first, what I would do is I was looking at the Pokemon and like reference it. I was like, is this the shiny? And looking up the shiny and being mm-hmm. like, no, it's not the shiny. But you could just go into the summary and see if it has the little star things. So it's like it's very robotic for me now. It's like yeah. immediately check summary where the stars are <laughs> not there. Here, not shiny. They're not there. Yeah. You're not a shiny. All right, done. Picking a legendary and calling Man. it a day. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, nice. I'm glad that's going well. You playing anything else? Or the things that we're going to talk about oh, a little pick, bit later? Well, Pikmin 3. Pikmin okay, 3. yeah. Started playing we'll that. talk about that in a second. Um, in that case, yeah, I played a little bit more Astral Chain. I'm still honestly like, I'm very half and half on it just because there's sometimes that it's like, this is really fun. And then mm-hmm. there's other parts that I'm like, I'm not really enjoying this as much. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 I don't know. You know, we'll see how that goes. I'll let you know when it's done. I if too I hate that it, game. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's got fun parts, but it's also got parts that really drag down the fun part. So like, I don't know how I feel about that. But I uh, played a bunch. I've been playing some Mario Galaxy um, and that. But then other things are things that we'll talk about a little bit later as well. Such Mario as right Galaxy now. The best game in that collection oh yeah so i i'll probably still make the video at some point but i also might have run out of steam of wanting to make it but i was going to make a video this past week for anybody if you remember from the beginning of the video i was like i was going to make a different video but i made this one instead because things um the video i was going to make was is mario 64 or mario sunshine better 
Um, and in that script was going to include the fact, like, obviously I'm not the reason guys is not in this because it's like far and away. You know, like yeah. there's, I, I might still prefer Mario 64 better just for me personally, just for nostalgia reasons yeah, and all that. But like shape as far as being a better game, like, yeah, it's, you know, it doesn't have, it has little tiny bits of jank here and there, but very, very little amount compared to the other ones. So, but nevertheless, um, yeah, moving in, into the news, Pikmin 3 is out today. So um, true. there's that, and we'll talk about that. But then also something, I saw some other tweets and tweeted about this myself, but like kind of feel like, you know, Nintendo's a little bit uh, overstepping it in this sense of like there's, they're announcing other games and stuff. So I, I am wondering how it's going to perform in terms of like, there's just... I don't know. I'm just curious how it's going to perform. I was kind of surprised by this when I saw you tweeting about this. Uh-huh. <laughs> because, like, yeah. Nintendo does this all the yeah, time. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Literally all the time. And, like, they'll be like, brand new Metroid game. Also, Pokemon's coming out. Same day. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it seems like it works for them. It, it, mm. Their games tend to have really long tails. And we yes, know that by every time true. we look at the sales data. Um, so it doesn't really matter when they drop it in terms mm-hmm. of like the people that are like, I can only buy one game for the <laughs> next four months. Which one do I get? Like those people, like if they really care about the game, they're going to buy it eventually anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they don't, then they're not. I think that Pikmin 3 is going to be fine because yeah. I think it, bare minimum is going to outsell the Wii U version. And I think that's all they really want. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously they'll they would want it to sell freaking 35 million units right. if it could but like i think that in the same mario way 35 goal, million units of course obviously yeah. uh but in the same way that like their goal for breath of the wild was two million <laughs> units right uh it wouldn't surprise me if what they're aiming for for pikmin 3 deluxe is just that it outperforms pikmin 3 on wii u yeah do we um, know how much that one sold out of curiosity it's like a little um, bit over a million, I think, like 1.25 or something like this. I see. Selling Wii U games. Then, it's definitely that, not in the best selling. <laughs> well, I mean, if it has over a million, it would be on the Wikipedia page for it. And that's all oh, I'm yeah, 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 worried yeah, yeah, about. True. Um, it's not even. Oh, is it? No. Nope. Not on the Wikipedia page. So I don't think it um, even sold Pikmin 3 sales. Which one is it? That's the first Pikmin. Uh, Pikmin video game, Pikmin 3 video game, and uh, kind of the most important point. What? I don't know. It's hard because if it doesn't get a million, then we don't get official numbers from Nintendo. Um, so, like, all in all, it looks like it sold not a lot. <laughs> wow. I don't know. There's if not that's a the case, then it's definitely going to out. Yeah, it looks I think like... that bare minimum, this is going to hit a million on Switch. Yeah, sure. right. I um, I suspect so as well. Nice. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. So report units were sold as of so as of December thirty first, twenty thirteen, at least two hundred and ten thousand. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it looks like based on well, I don't trust VG sales, yeah, but it's VG a sales. number. Um, they say one point two seven million total. So who's to say? I if remember that's seeing one point twenty five somewhere, but I don't yeah. remember where. So I mean, the thing is, like, if they have 
um, good sources to pull from than I would believe the sources as far they as usually like, so the thing about VG charts is they're usually the worst at it, the closer to release it is because what mm. they'll eventually do is pull from like yeah, right. sales reports from the company. <laughs> yep. Um, but they're not linking to any source. So, um, Oh, there's a source here actually. What is this? For the well, it's from Resetera. So, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I mean, that said, you know, like whatever. I'm, if that has a source and blah blah blah, we're talking. Mm-hmm. But in any case, somewhere around maybe one million. That was what you and I both remembered independently, anyway. But mm-hmm. um, I think the other thing that seems like maybe will be helpful was I saw something, uh, a tweet earlier that didn't spoil it at all, but mentioned that like pretty much the epilogue content is like just good. Is like you know. Um, good epilogue content. So that said, that's the kind of thing that I think is good PR after the fact as well is like, people are like, Oh, it's just a Wii U port. But then you find out like, Oh no, it's got additional things that are actually like really good. Um, and I don't know anything about it. And I haven't played it yet either, but, um, yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. We'll find out how it does when it does, but, and I, I haven't picked it up just yet, but, uh, you've been playing it some. Yeah. And I played it before like i played it right, on yeah. wii u mm-hmm. but i i really didn't get that far into it on wii u mm-hmm. and i don't remember why it was probably because something else came out and then i started playing that and then it just never really came back to it mm-hmm. um i remember i got up to the on wii u i got up to the point where you have everybody like all the okay uh, gotcha yeah the explorer people <laughs> um and in my playthrough on switch i just so well i don't know if i want to talk about it for the people that have like i don't know if i want yeah, to specify sure. who i found when and what like, have you what did you do the prologue content at all or oh. just went in so there's like some prologue it's like a demo or something like that um i think it's it's content that's supposed to be you know like before the chronologically before the beginning of the game but it's kind of it's like challenge mode kind of thing oh, i didn't do i just pressed story mode so okay. i didn't go yep. to any like separate mode yet i just cool. went straight to story um and started playing through that and a lot of it was just stuff i did already you know right. like, yeah. in the, the first time I played it like the tutorial part of like this is what red pikmin do mm-hmm. and this is what yellow pikmin do you know i got up to so this is less spoilery i guess i got mm-hmm. up to right after when you get yellow pikmin so like, okay. you get yellow pikmin and then something happens where it's like well here's these two mechanics or whatever that we're going to teach you mm-hmm. more about and like about yellow pikmin and stuff like that and then you clear that whole mission and it's like okay that's done now tomorrow i can do the other thing and uh-huh. as far as days i think i'm on day six day six okay which that's not really a like out of isn't thing, it 30 days you know? or so i think you had to do it in at least 30 days okay. or something happens or mm-hmm. that might be a specific mode or something yeah. like that. I do um, remember hearing people say at least because I remember Pikmin 1 was very strict like if you don't finish it in 30 days I guess just reload a save or something you know whatever yeah um, but I heard somebody saying the Pikmin 3 is more forgiving and I don't know in what way it's more forgiving and I'm glad about that because like I never I think the only limit with Pikmin 3 is how but again I didn't get that is far. The juice I don't think I stuff? yeah I don't think I got to 30 days in my first mm-hmm. playthrough I think they got to like day 13 or something mm-hmm. like that 
Um, I think the only limit is how much juice you have. Okay. Um, and right now I have like seven extra containers of juice. Nice. So like, I'm good. I can do nothing for the next seven days <laughs> and survive. Yeah. <laughs> but I do hope, or I'm curious to hear people's impressions that like are, you know, avid Pikmin players or whatever on the ultra spicy mode or whatever mm-hmm. that has, I think with that, it's something like you can't gather more than a certain amount of extra juice and you can only have up to like 60 total Pikmin at any given time uh, mm-hmm. or something like that. So like, but that's the kind of thing where like just hearing that, I don't know how well balanced that is or not. So that'll be interesting to hear, you know, if that actually turns out well or not. Cause as we talked yeah, about, so like, far I, I lost like total like nine Pikmin mm-hmm. have like a hundred and thirty. How dare you? Nine old died in the line of battle, dude. I couldn't do anything about it. Um, Well, actually, no. Two of them died for the sake of tutorial. (laughs) So the game could be like, don't throw them in water. And the other one's like, this one doesn't like fire. Uh Those two died for that. But the other freaking seven or whatever died to the boss battle. Uh, they got yeeted. So I watched the Did You Know Gaming video on Pikmin this past week, and it talked about how Miyamoto was like, Pikmin is going to be the next Mario, which <laughs> I think is very funny because it's not, not for a lot of reasons, uh, yeah. like so many reasons that it's not. But like, that's not that it's not great, but just like Mario is the most accessible concept that there is. You just run and jump places and try to get from point A to point B, and Pikmin is not super accessible like but i, I think know. it's so it's somewhere like for me i, I haven't played the first two the first mm-hmm. two are probably worse <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. In, in this regard but for me it seems like a weird middle ground between like a mario game and a fire emblem game mm, <laughs> where, yeah, yeah. where like you 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 do have to like plan out routes and like okay i'm gonna go and get this thing so i can go and do this more efficiently and blah blah mm-hmm. blah but there's no real like barrier to entry to doing that it's kind of like that breath of the wild sort of thing of like uh it's cartoon logic sort of stuff mm-hmm. like how, there's a freaking glass wall here how do i get through this oh, uh-huh. i'll probably just throw rock picking at it <laughs> cool <laughs> yeah you got a hammer there's a sparkling yeah. light bulb i wonder which pikmin will get me past this part yeah. <laughs> you know like that sort of stuff um uh-huh. so it's like less accessible than go jump on thing and mm-hmm. kill thing but it's you know yeah not as crazy difficult to figure out as like freaking a uh, classic mode fire and blue yeah. game or whatever mm-hmm. that's true Nice. Yeah, I haven't started playing it yet, but I'm probably going to pick it up over the weekend and get cracking. Um, but I did play, and we'll get into the partner direct here in a minute and talk about some of our thoughts, but I did play the demo for Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Did you play that at all? I wanted to on stream, but I did not get the chance. I probably will on Saturday, uh-huh. more, which is today. It is. Twitch.tv slash Fanatics 4. It's lots of fun. I'm quite enjoying it, and I don't know if this means, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'll be curious to find out people that have played other, like, you know, you played other Hyrule Warriors and stuff. What your thoughts are on this one versus other Hyrule Warriors games? Because for me, yeah, right. For me, I think the fact that it's like, I don't know, the story feels more a part of it, like definitely makes the things that I'm doing feel a little bit more important than if I Mm -hmm. felt like 
I just am fully aware that I everything's being made up for this. the original game story at yeah. all. <laughs> so, you know, and I don't know how much that'll last either the whole time, but I, I suspect it will, you know. So that said, it's um, that. The, so the thing I did figure out gameplay-wise that I was wrong about, or I don't know if I was wrong about it before, but at least seems to be different in this one if I was not wrong, whatever, is... Mm. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but the way that I understood it before is, you know, there's the map and you are trying to kill a bunch of enemies in this section or whatever, take over this base, and then you have to go to another section to take over another base. Is that dynamically updating as... Okay, here's what I was worried about, is that it would feel stressful because it's always like, oh, I'm over here doing this other thing, but meanwhile, there's some people, like, taking over a section down there, and I'm losing oh, yeah, all this ground yeah. from before. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is the way... I'm curious how I, feel I think about there might that. be there, there's probably like some missions where it's like once you do it you do it and it's done. Okay, but there are missions where it's like, all right, they're gaining ground, dude. Come uh-huh. back here and get them. <laughs> so I'm curious how I feel about those because to me that sounds very stressful. The two tutorial missions, or that the first two missions and the other like bonus ones that were in there in the demo, weren't like that. They were just like, okay, go to this next objective. Something's happening over here. Go to this next objective or whatever but it doesn't feel as much like I'm having to manage a lot of things all at once. Um, other than like one of the bonus missions was uh, just timed in general, where it's like, you know, just do it within this amount of time and, and you'll win. So then at that point you are kind of just thinking about trying to make sure to get everything done. So I'll be, again, it'll be interesting to see how I feel about that kind when it's in there and maybe I'll like it better because I'm, I'll be more used to the mechanics, but for what it's worth, that sounds stressful to me. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I just didn't like the first game. But yeah. I'm, like I said, I'm open to trying mm-hmm. this one because I do care about the Breath of the Wild's lore and all that good fun stuff. So, mm-hmm. I'll check it out. Did you try any of the... Because I know Bob played it and he didn't know how to change his character. <laughs> so, yeah, did I played you the other try characters. any of the other characters? Eh? I did, yeah. Impo took a minute to figure out I think in general, I still haven't fully figured out the combos well as far as like knowing what I'm doing and not just kind of button mashing. Like I know what I'm, I know what I'm doing in terms of like special moves or using the Sheikah Slate, all that kind of stuff. Like there's additional things, but as far as just like YYYX or YXX or whatever, like combining those correctly and knowing like this one's going to do the shield attack and this one's going to do this thing. I haven't figured that out yet. So similarly with Impa, I'm very much button mashing with a decent amount of her moveset. Um, but there's sometimes where I'll do something I'm like, that was really cool. I don't know what it was. I'd love to actually figure out how to intentionally do it, but it was fun in the meantime. So um, yeah, Impa was a bit weird to figure out. And there's still some things I don't understand, even as far as like, she's got symbols that are, that make more copies of her appear like clone jitsu or whatever. Um, yeah. But- I saw somebody post a, a, a Naruto meme. They're like playing Impa be like, <laughs> and it was like Naruto. Yep. Hands and <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> so that's very accurate. She feels, she feels very Naruto in that regard. Can I play with Impa first? <laughs> uh, yeah. You, I mean, you can play with Impa within like, uh, the first 10 minutes or five minutes. That's dumb. Something. Stupid game. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm probably going to play with boys out at first anyway yeah. for the meme. Yes, you will have to. So look at that. 
but yeah, I mean, within the first mission, you switch to Impa um, pretty soon. I think maybe you even switched to Zelda. With, no, you switched to Zelda within the second mission. Which Zelda? Girl Zelda? Girl Zelda. Gotcha. Girl Zelda indeed. Gotcha. But yeah, it's great. So I'm, <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to the game after this. Um, I already was, but I am even more now because I'm enjoying the gameplay. So look at that. Um, nice, nice. You and that demo it. was announced in the Nintendo Partner Direct this week, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. we will now talk about with our words. <laughs> I, what? I thought we were going to use hand signs. <laughs> I mean, so there was. Uh, <laughs> I do know how to say hamburgers with cheese and French fries in sign language, which came how? in handy one time. I don't know. Somebody just knew it and taught it to me. Um, oh and then I worked as a server. And at a like burger type place and uh, two guys came in that were deaf and used sign language. And I, they just wrote stuff down and, you know, or like pointed at things that we communicated that way. And it was totally fine. But right at the end, before they left, I was like, um, hamburger with cheese, French fries. And he was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it was fun. I was like, cool. I know things. So there's the end of that. Nice. Um, other times that we've gone through directs and stuff, we've gone through every single thing. 19 years. We probably won't go through every single thing. Um, actually, here, let me just say the ones that I'm not going to go through, and you can stop <laughs> me if you really want to, but we're not going to go through Bakugan. We're not going to go through Tropico 6. The game of the year? <laughs> Crazy. I don't even remember surviving the aftermath. Uh, kind of do, but whatever. Um, I don't really feel like going into Story of Seasons, but it's there. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and that we're not going to go into Grifflands other than I thought it looked really good. I'm I'm very interested in Grifflands. That was the one it was like a deck building one but like kind of sci-fi. Oh, I couldn't care less. <laughs> yeah, something about like the the vibe of it, it all of it. I was like this is yes, I'm down. <laughs> so um it reminded me a little bit of like Slay the Spire which I have only played on Mitch's copy of mm-hmm. um but it's fun. So whatever. There you go. Nice. And okay. And then the other ones are all pretty big things. Um, eh, the littlest of the big things, part-time UFO, how yeah. laboratory game. Look at that. Cool. Yes. You think you're going to play that at all? on mobile? Isn't it apparently. Mobile? I didn't realize that ahead of time, but yeah, apparently so. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is it out? Available mm-hmm. now on Nintendo Switch. Sure. Yep. Why not? How much is it? <laughs> that is a great Great question. I feel like $20, maybe. Maybe I'll play it on stream. Who knows? Part-time UFO. I still haven't played, like, Good Job or... I played that. Um, well, I didn't, like, beat it. Box Boy and Box it. Girl. I beat that. Well, I beat most of it. Probably provided by Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking up how much part, er, part-time UFO is. Because that's important. It's true. It is. <laughs> Why is it not on here? Why why didn't they put that in the press release? I don't know. Strange. That is a fantastic question. It's loading so slowly. Eight ninety nine. Okay, that's pretty cheap. Nice. nice. Which is still more than the. It looks like the mobile version is three ninety nine. But it's been out for two yeah, years. Yeah, but, but you can't press mobile. buttons on the mobile version, dude. This is true, and also for me, a dollar ninety nine for a mobile game is really expensive. Whereas for a Switch game, that's like. <laughs> That is nothing. That's so. not a single dime. That is the uh, cheapest game. <laughs> it is. Um, all right. So, yeah, some of the games they talked about. Bravely Default 2, 
They mm-hmm, mentioned mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, you have any thoughts? It got delayed to February 26th. Whoever would have guessed <laughs> such a thing? Yeah, as soon as we didn't know about it by like August, I was like, they could yeah, be like December. Yeah, no. But as soon as they announced that it was like, here's this demo and the feedback's going into it, and then we didn't hear about it for like three yeah, more right. months after that, I was like, yeah, this game's getting delayed. <laughs> I mean, it's for the best. Like, I'm I'm glad about yeah, that, especially. I'm not going to play it, probably. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, either way, it's good for, you know, the freaking Miyamoto quote that everybody feels smart for for referencing. (laughs) (laughs) That applies here, even though he doesn't even like that quote. (laughs) Really? Has he said that? Yeah, he's basically like, I didn't really mean it. And the way that a lot of people frame it, I just meant that I personally feel bad when Uh my games like (laughs) are rushed out and stuff like that. I didn't want to shame other people, but Mm -hmm. people are like using it to be like, you're stupid and you shouldn't be disappointed that the game is delayed because it'll Mm -hmm. be better. And it's like, I mean. Mm-hmm. There's nuance there. Like Miyamoto doesn't want to call people dumb. That's Michael Pactor's job, you know. Yeah, it's true, and mine. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, man. Bravely default. They talked a bunch about it. I need to go back and watch the additional video that they put out that actually talks about the demo and like feedback and stuff. Because mm-hmm. I only played a little. I didn't finish the demo. Um, mm-hmm. I just played some of it. And the more I've thought back on it, the more I enjoyed it in retrospect, which is a dumb thing, but is the way that I feel about it anyway. Um, where like, but it definitely was challenging, but it sounds like it was challenging on purpose, but they're going to implement some things. So I don't know. I'm, I'm still very interested in it. So I might go back and just actually play the demo or probably more likely they'll put out a second demo like they did with um, Octopath Traveler. I'll yeah. play that one and then kind of base it off of that. But the only thing with Bravely Default, it looks a lot, it looks really good except for it still looks just like the. Ch- I don't know how I feel about the chibi look still something mm-hmm. about that. Just like, isn't my favorite. Um, yeah. Like it, it, it shouldn't feels, matter, but it, it feels like <laughs> it, it's the 3ds thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. And like, I'm sure they just wanted to retain the identity of like, this is what Bravely default is now. It's just chibi kind of stuff. But like, they also didn't, have to do that like obviously mm. monster hunters monster Mon- monster hunter stories that's a different game <laughs> <laughs> that's the adams family that's game, a cooking on the dlc oh um yeah like the monster hunter stories too i feel like you know transitioned from chibi to not chibi and it just feels like the same thing still but this you know kind of is staying within that so it's whatever but um i'll try out the demo if and when it comes out but there it is. And then they also announced, oh yeah, also Immortal Phoenix Rising, but that's just the same game. This We're still excited about it. Big names. <laughs> it is. Um, no More Heroes 3, and also then talking about No More Heroes 1 and 2. I can't believe they didn't release this game, and even though we already knew that. <laughs> yeah, it's, we not, already knew. it's not new information. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so sh- I'm shook. I can't believe they did No More Heroes 1 and 2. I'm Who so glad. Thought? It would have been so dumb. Like, I'm not surprised that they did. It was but I wouldn't have just been too surprised. Three was like, okay, this is the first yeah, one. Right. Like, I There was a part of me still that wouldn't have been surprised if they didn't even though like not you know what i mean just because it's like that seems like the kind of dumb thing that some companies will end up doing is just just not 
for whatever reason, announcing or putting the other ones out. But I'm glad that they're out. Um, yeah, I want to play know. those. Yeah. To see, or not even those. I want to play the first one to see if I care to play yeah. the other ones. <laughs> the thing is, like, I was watching. I always yeah. thought that those games, like, not the games travis touchdown mm -hmm. seemed like he was like a cool character mm -hmm. and i'm like i'll play again but i never yeah. actually saw those games played so then i played travis strikes again <laughs> as a thing of like do i care about this and yeah. i was like this game product provided by nintendo sucks <laughs> <laughs> it's like but then people yeah. were like oh the, no more heroes doesn't um mm -hmm. feel like that yeah. um so i was like okay well i'll try i'll try a regular one so mm -hmm. I'll probably pick up the first one and I may or may not stream it, but maybe not. Cause if I don't like it, I don't feel like dealing with people complaining. <laughs> so yeah, it's hard with the like Travis strikes again thing. And like, you can agree with no more heroes fans that it's not a good game. You don't like it. They don't like it. And then, you know, at that point it could be easy to jump to the conclusion of like, Oh, it's not a different game. They say the original is different. Cool. Right. Therefore I will also like the original. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's how that works. So exactly, you know, who's really to say? I know, like, um, I know Rob from World to Review is a big No More Heroes fan, and even he was like, Yo, "Just remember, was, these were Wii super games." Hype. Oh, he was he super was hype. super <laughs> hype for the me announcement, dude. Oh, <laughs> he was <Yeah>. so excited. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, but he was even saying, like, "Remember, people, if you haven't played these games before." They were in the like height of the Wii era, so they're great games. They're amazing, but they're they are gimmicky in a respect or whatever. So I don't know exactly what that means as far as like I don't know if this version has waggle controls or what, but like I mean I assume it doesn't exclusively, but you know whatever. Yeah, yeah. Who knows, so, man? There's that. I probably I'll probably play No More Heroes three and then go back for the other two if I want to. Um, I don't know that I'm going to specifically play one, one and two right now just because I got other games to play. But true, it's cool. You know true. that's awesome though too. Um, and then a couple more things. Obviously, Age of Calamity. We talked about that. There was a demo for it. You can play as Divine Beasts, which is neat. Um, also, there was a data mine. I'm not going to talk about the details of it, but there's a data mine for the playable characters at least for the base game, assuming there's maybe going to be DLC, maybe there'll be more. Um, but there's a data mine for playable characters in Age of Calamity in the base game. And um, that was fun. I was like, I don't care about spoiling that for myself. So I looked at the list and I was like, if this is right, then I'm going to get to pat myself on the back for some of it, yep. which is fun. <laughs> I, I saw I saw people tweeting about that and I was like, ah, mm, yep. mm, interesting. So that's <laughs> Um, but yeah, and then the it last two so bits. Often. <laughs> it happens so often. It happens so often, and it's fun. I mean, it's, some of them were pretty obvious ones, too, I feel like. So it's yeah. the more weird ones that I was like, hmm, wasn't expecting it, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, but the last two bits that will, uh, I guess we can go into, well, it'll go into another article, and then I guess we can maybe go into my video first because it'll tie in. But um, uh, cloud versions of... Hitman 3 and Control. Yes. Announced. Which is interesting. This is another thing that like the the discourse mm -hmm. <laughs> around it annoys my soul because <laughs> so many people have this have drafted the same tweet where they're like this is supposed to be the future. 
<laughs> in the present you know uh-huh. it's like yeah. it, like that just seems like such a stupid sentiment <laughs> you know like yeah you're not really hurting the argument that it's going right. to be the future if it's not working now because mm-hmm. now isn't the future and it's not yeah. not working now for everybody you know mm-hmm. like and the same could be said about like digital mm-hmm. games when they first started and all this stuff like yep and honestly i mean peace. like it in large part we're you know it was we're like one phone generation away from like suddenly now everybody has a 5g phone like that's just yeah. i mean you know not everybody but you know for the most part like that a lot of people will like people have the adoption rate is going to be high <laughs> yeah. like it's, go, and it's like, like relative to like the people that don't have high speed internet mm-hmm. in their homes and stuff like that yeah. like so like there's it's i think a lot of those things is like we're just one click away from a lot of people being on better internet and being on you know whatever um so that said yeah i mean there's definitely people that don't have great internet but it's not just because you don't also doesn't necessarily mean that most people don't or that most yeah. people won't in the near future or something like that so also like just because you can't afford a freaking lamborghini doesn't mean that they should <laughs> manufacture them you know like there's right, people yeah. that are right for whatever product so like mm-hmm. if it's viable for them to continue to make it because like people keep saying that this isn't going to happen and stuff like that yet and still companies that dip their toe in return to the well over and over again to be like oh yeah maybe this is a thing you know like this isn't the first cloud version nintendo switch game and it mm-hmm. doesn't look like it's going to be the last one either <laughs> <laughs> yeah which on that note yeah there is uh it looks like there's something 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 resident evil 3 remake cloud version um Mm. and i would assume probably resident evil 2 remake cloud version and probably in general just a bunch more cloud versions of games or whatever and yeah i i think it's interesting because like i agree there was people that commented i think i maybe just didn't articulate it well enough in the video or is people agreeing with me but in a not like super positive tone or something but like i don't want this to be the only way in the future by any means but i think it's a great stopgap. while specifically the switch isn't powerful enough for companies to want to port their games certain games to the switch but this is like hey you want to play some of these games here's here's something you know Um, it's like pretty much every other medium ever right Mm -hmm. where like the amount of people that are like super enthusiastic about the traditional way of doing things slowly become (laughs) a smaller and smaller and smaller portion of the audience and Mm -hmm. a lot of times that stuff or every time i'd argue that stuff doesn't completely die out like there's still Mm going to be freaking like a a total of five thousand movie theaters in the world when all things are said and done you know like you still are going to be able to have that experience but it's not going to be the norm anymore Mm -hmm. it's going to be for enthusiasts you know there's still like you were saying there's still vinyl there's still cds but the bulk of consumption for music these days is streaming and yep. otherwise. They I love music, but yeah, I haven't bought a physical CD in a very long time. And even then the last time that I have was purely cause I was like at a show and was like, I want to support this artist or something right. like that. You know, um, it just, it just doesn't happen. And so. I haven't I mean, like, Every song I think that I've listened to for like the past five years, I've streamed, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. like through Google play or Apple music or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. I used to buy music a lot, 
but now I could just stream it, <laughs> you know? So like, it wouldn't surprise me if games were very similar to that, where there's going to be those games where the, the attach rate for people that buy it physically, and it's going to be different from music in that mm-hmm. way, where some games people are going to want to buy physically, mm-hmm. but I think the bulk of them are going to be streamed. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially I, I, like yeah. single player games, because it really doesn't make sense to own a lot of those. The thing Outside I mentioned, of the enthusiast that are right, like, yeah, and just like, like I want to play it for forever and stuff. But the thing, even then, yeah, is like I I talked about in the video, and I, I don't know how specifically I said it, but um, there's not a whole. It's it's hard to want to buy into something if there is a chance that it'll just die out, like the whole Google Stadia thing. Like you know the the biggest red conversation whatever around it for the beginning especially was like well what happens if google stadia dies and google stadia google just didn't say anything about it like Mm -hmm. that's a valid question um but at the same time i think we're getting to the point where we're starting to see that like less and less it's because it's becoming the norm a lot of these things just won't die out specifically and companies will realize the need for keeping some way of you being able to use their products in the long term whatever like google but even then though like the current things that we have those mm-hmm. questions still exist yeah they're just easier to wrap your head around mm-hmm. with the new thing uh than it is for the current thing because yeah people right are exactly. like what if what if uh the company goes down and they don't want to let you access the game anymore whatever they can mm-hmm. do the same thing to you <laughs> on yeah. most consoles i think it will probably be harder to do on yeah. switch but they can get your license for the game at any point in time on the current gen and next gen consoles because all the disc is is your license that's yeah. all it is it doesn't actually give you access to the content and a lot of places are arguing you don't even own the content even yeah. in the scenario that you own the disc so it's like I don't know, man. Which sucks. <laughs> like, I mean, like, that's terrible practice. It is. It's like true. That. But it's but like, it's, it's we're just okay like, with it for some reason now already. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. People yeah. aren't okay with it. They just don't understand right. that. Yes. You, got, you can't really do anything about it, you know? So it's like, it's like, it sucks for sure. But I just think it's a bad argument to, mm-hmm. to be like, well, streaming's not going to work because I want to own the thing. And it's like, well, I got bad news for you, buddy, because you don't own the <laughs> thing right now. Yeah. <laughs> like... Yep. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into some of the comments from the video that I made and you made with me as a it's team true. together. It's true. Um, I I mean, mostly it was a video about cloud stuff, but in the frame also of the switch pro. Um, mm-hmm. so there's that, but cool. Cool said, happy birthday, Parker. No wonder you're looking extra fresh eyeballs. My eyeballs are very fresh. Thank you very much for noticing. Um, thank you Uh, and jokes aside I like the new format where one of you makes a small cameo and either gives an opposing argument or elaborates further hey that's what we're doing I'm glad you like it (laughs) Uh, the video is great a really interesting topic I was streaming Red Dead 1 and via PS now on my PS4 and while I had stable internet connection I used a LAN cable I would have preferred actually owning the game as the quality wasn't that great if a 2010 game looks worse while using a LAN cable, I doubt that recent games can perform well with a Wi-Fi connection if you feel like playing in bed. It's nice to know that cloud gaming is starting to pick up on the Switch, but I do think a Switch Pro is necessary. 
The Switch Pro can have the advantage of having releases earlier than the standard Switch, while the standard Switch will have to wait while the game is optimized for cloud gaming. Also, if it were somehow a portable console, then you could play on the go, while users of the standard Switch kind of have to play docked with a LAN cable. This way, you feel rewarded for spending extra on a Switch Pro without owners of the original Switch being left out. Interesting. So I would say that that's a pretty specific experience to, at least uh, considering my experience with cloud gaming, uh, it's pretty specific to PlayStation specifically because their networking, contrary to popular belief, ain't that great. <laughs> so it's like, like I've streamed games on PlayStation now to my computer from my PlayStation a foot away from it and mm -hmm. it can't do 720p it looks mm -hmm. pixelated runs choppy and stuff like that mm -hmm. on the other hand i freaking played assassin's creed uh odyssey on google stadia before it was google stadia right and i could run that 1080 60 on wi-fi you know, like I, I didn't have to do LAN adapters and stuff like that. And we were talking about earlier, like 5G and stuff like that. I don't even know if that's true as far as like needing to be home and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Because people could just stream the game from their phone. Yeah. Just like with a hotspot or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think that I think and as far as like optimizing and stuff like that, it really just depends on what the infrastructure they have in places, mm -hmm. because like it doesn't seem like um, looking at like Stadia and like xCloud, it doesn't seem like it takes all that long to optimize it. Because I would think that, yeah, because it's just a PC not, version. Yeah, but a lot of somewhere. times it's not even that. And not, a lot of times, like with Xbox, it's just a bunch of Xboxes, you know? Right. Like those yeah, are yeah, the servers, exactly. or uh -huh. Xboxes. Yeah. So, like, if the game works on the... Um, the console mm -hmm. is just the end user or mm -hmm. like the platform side of like making it work software wise with whatever streaming the game, you know, mm -hmm. like just getting it to run on that versus like yeah. doing specific tweaks to make one game compatible mm -hmm. with it. Like it's not a different console. It's the same yeah. console just running on different software essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think the thing too about the switch pro um, doing the whole like staggered release, thing i mean i think it, it wouldn't necessarily be needed for the reason that you just said aj just because like it's you know it's pro it's easier to make it run on the thing that it already knows how to run on than optimizing even for the switch pro but right. even then i think in my mind i just can't and imagine the switch pro being that much stronger anyway than yeah you know, like to the switch. point where it would run. It's not going to be like a next generation console sort of. However, thing. I mean that kind of a thing would be cool on um like a switch too, if it could be that strong or whatever, but you know, who's to say what the technology will be in whatever year that ends up coming out. But I think for me, the, the, this whole thing, kind of what you talked about too, in your section, AJ is like that the cloud gaming thing seems like a good way to satisfy that top level of third party games or whatever. And the switch pro will just kind of like widen the base. If that makes sense, instead of having like, this is the switch and this is the switch pro and there's some overlap there. This is just kind of like the switch pro does this or something. And then all of this stuff appears is like, Oh, it's just going to be cloud games because they're ones that, I mean like, yeah, it, it sucks that not everything could be done natively, but we just know that there's tons of third party developers that just won't want to, even if their game could possibly run monster hunter world, you know, as an example, um, that one company was like, yeah, man, we could make it work on switch. 
Um, obviously they had monster hunter rise in the back pocket. So like, we're not going to do that for our own reasons, but you know, it's possible they just wouldn't have wanted to anyway, because it yeah. still costs a lot of money to do that. It costs a lot less money to just be like, yeah, just put it on some servers somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And that's the, like, it's easier. That's the much easier explanation for mm-hmm. them than to just be like, like to have people think it's not going to run. It doesn't work. It's mm-hmm. way easier to say that and to have people be okay with it mm-hmm. than to be like, we don't want to spend the money to get <laughs> yeah. it to work. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the thing, like, I, I'm a little bit worried is maybe a strong word. Um, I hope that Nintendo still tries to push the games that really could have worked, like, pretty without less... Uh, like the games that are in that middle camp that it's like, yeah, they could work on the switch if you optimize them enough, but they're just lazy and put it on, you know, on the cloud instead. I hope that Nintendo would still push them to try to make a local version instead. Cause like, I don't know, but you know, we'll, well we should just... probably read uh, seven's comment. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah cool. They touch so those. yeah, indeed they do. Um, So Seven said, okay, I have an actual relevant comment, and it pretty much echoes what you said near the end. Cloud versions are great if there was absolutely no other way a game could would come to Switch, or even the fabled Switch Pro. However, I'm half afraid that some studios will use this option as an easy out. Just stick a game on the cloud right away instead of even considering trying to make a Switch port. Speaking from my multi-platform privileged position, I'd much sooner rather buy or double dip on a game like cloud or cyberpunk 2077 or red dead redemption 2 if i could play it wherever i go without worrying about a stable internet connection also our country's infrastructure isn't quite there yet for a lot of folks to have any internet access at all let alone one good enough for cloud gaming and those of us lucky to have it often have to deal with power outages so it's better to either be a multi-plat snob and buy games on systems where you can play them offline or upgrade to a switch pro if it still means you can play cyberpunk red dead redemption 2 slash whatever when the power goes down yeah you could still use a mobile hotspot or even xcloud on your phone but that would eat through both data and battery so mm-hmm. i think that this scenario is another one that people pose a lot where it's like but that'll just make developers more lazy and mm-hmm. i doubt it um i think that there's a bigger incentive to have a physical or not a physical version mm-hmm. of the game but a, a native version of the game right. because people are going to buy that more you know mm-hmm. uh in the same way that like even though the playstation uh five without the disc drive and the series mm-hmm. s are cheaper they're probably going to sell less than yep. the bigger consoles because mm-hmm. that's just what people are already comfortable with. They're mm-hmm. not. I mean, same it, like, for Switch Lite, regular questions. Switch, all that. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And it's the whole thing of like, well, I want the best thing. You know, like right. I, f- I feel like iPhone specifically trained people on that mm-hmm. where it's like, I don't want to look like I don't mm-hmm. have money. So I'm yeah. going to buy the other thing. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's like a lot of people would just buy, even if they can't necessarily afford the better thing, they're going to buy the better thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that the cloud version is very much so going to be a thing for a long time. It's going to be, I couldn't buy this otherwise. So mm-hmm. this is the one that I'm going to go with. And for that reason, it wouldn't really make sense for mm-hmm. developers that really want to invest in switch to mm-hmm. rely on that. I think the only people that right. are going to rely on it are people that wouldn't put anything on switch anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and are like, either testing out the market or just Nintendo convince them like, Hey, here's an easy option. 
it's this or nothing and like yeah whatever i guess i'll do it yeah or it's just as simple as them being like yeah it's free money like i I wouldn't i wouldn't put in the the work to like develop Mm -hmm. this natively for the console or whatever but like i can do you anticipate out of curiosity uh retail presence at all for any of these cloud games like Fortnite, for example is a digital only game but you can find it in stores as just like really you're just buying v bucks and skins and stuff like that yeah i can see them doing stuff like that mm-hmm. um where it's like you know how like there's the they thing like on there where call you can of duty like or something pay for the trial yeah. and stuff like that like i can see them like having like branded versions of like mm-hmm. a trial e-shop card or whatever right um but i don't think that there that's going to be a huge thing i, I think right. that's going to be mostly for like the game stops of the world where it's mm-hmm. like we're a gaming store and if we don't have this we're gonna die <laughs> <laughs> you know like yeah i mean yeah because i think that's that's definitely i don't know being on on retail having a retail presence i think is important for games just in terms of like especially bigger games anymore. i don't know i think it's i think it's still like COVID. gets a whole oh yeah i mean that's <laughs> yeah, like it's definitely less important than it used to be but mm-hmm. i think it gets a it can certain variety sure, yeah. of recognition that right. it wouldn't get otherwise because it's like you know it's the kind of thing where moms will get it or whatever blah, right. blah, you know like mitch mentions today he's been playing hades and he was like i wanted to get you something for your birthday i wanted to get you hades for your birthday but I don't know how to exactly. So I don't know. Um, Cause you can't gift things on the switch. You can give stuff on Amazon. That's true. But like um, if there was, uh, I mean, I wouldn't want a physical version of Hades anyway, but that's the kind of thing where a parent could like, yeah, goes to a store, sees all the games that are there and they'll buy those. They won't like be like, you know what? Maybe they'd like transistor or something and then go find mm-hmm. transistor. Right. So um, I'm going to like grab your switch and (laughs) (laughs) yeah, but um, yeah, I think that's, I'm I'm with you though, seven where that's something that I'm curious how it'll turn out. And I hope that there's some checks in place anyway, but I think like AJ said too, it's, it's likely that there's reasons that they wouldn't just do the quote unquote lazy option. I think the only way that we'll see that happen in mass is if cloud gaming becomes super successful like right now it looks like it's going to be the minority in the market Mm -hmm. like i think it's going to have its place in the market but Mm -hmm. the majority of people aren't going to buy games there so it's for that reason that like if you're going to put a game on switch and you Mm -hmm. want the switch audience you're going to have a native version here's Um, a thought i just had i wonder and i don't know but i wonder if come March of next year when all, you know, we're assuming some things maybe are going to happen. If the online service expands to somehow include cloud games in a rotation or whatever, Mm. like, I mean, pretty much a PSN sort of a thing, but that there's, you pay more or something, you know, switch Nintendo switch online plus, and it's a monthly thing instead, but you get some of these cloud games. Uh. I don't know. I think that would be smart. I think that would be smart of them to do. Um, But as our good buddy, Michael Pactor said, (laughs) uh, I think it would be a rotation if that happened, but that's just, I think that if they did it, it wasn't, it's not going to be like a standing thing. I think it's going to Uh be the, the replacement for their like Mario tennis trials Mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I freaking breath of the wild too on cloud, you know, Mm -hmm. like 
for a week. Yeah. <laughs> like I can see them doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if it'll become like a, a collection thing. Like the only way I can really see Nintendo. Oh, and I don't really that. see it for first party stuff, by the way. I'm, only, I'm oh, yeah, mostly yeah, yeah, thinking yeah. third party stuff, but. Hmm. Well, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's possible, but I, but I don't even. I, I don't know. It depends on what it is, I guess. Yeah. Like it, it's probably for like the Mario Rabbids of the world, where it's <laughs> right. like every two months this game seven dollars. You yeah. know, like, I can see them doing that. I mean, there's a bunch games. of places like that because like they don't have to stream. They don't have to do cloud versions of only yeah the bigger games like Mario Rabbids. Obviously, exactly. mm-hmm. like indies would be an probably benefit a lot from that. But yeah, it depends indies, on what the indie is. Like right, because and, like. So, I mean, if that would pretty get, much just be their own Game Pass sort of a thing at that point. It's just all, or I mean, their own xCloud and Game Pass. It would be exactly that. Um, but with, I mean, yeah, because like Warner Bros, they put their games on sales all the time, like with mm-hmm. their Lego games or whatever, and Ubisoft and like all the big third-party publishers, their games go on sale super often. Um, right. I don't know. I could see it happening. but uh patrick strong said uh, so this is less in the cloud side more in the switch pro side of the conversation patrick strong said the switch pro should have been the original switch i don't think it works like that (laughs) i don't and i don't even know if that's true because of the switch pro is what we think it is or what what it's rumored to be when it's like this mini led screen and it's it can play 4k games and all this this would be a 500 hundred dollar console in 2017 and it wouldn't have done as well as it's currently doing in 2017 now for a cheaper price. You know, like yeah. I would assume that max this thing is going to be 350, if mm-hmm. not the same 300 that we're paying right now. Um, it wasn't going to be that in 2017. <laughs> so like it's it's easy yeah. to should have could have would it's easy to be like, well, if Nintendo just released the Nintendo Switch when GameCube came out, then they would be in a much better place. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh if they could do it for three hundred dollars in two thousand one, you know, like mm-hmm. but no, they couldn't. Uh so I think the the thought that comes to mind with this for me is like if the fact that when the Switch came out, everybody was so like just amazed that we were able to play these games on a handheld or whatever Mm -hmm. technology moves so fast that like, yeah, three and a half years later, it's just not that surprising to be playing breath of the wild on, you know, this, but at the time it was amazing. And that was like crazy. And so I think that just goes to show that the technology was pretty advanced or like quite advanced for the time, but it also wasn't a huge risk for Nintendo necessarily, as far as like, it being like, you know, we're losing money on every system because we're spending so much on the chipset. See, but that's blah, the thing blah, that's like, wild is because I would still say that the Switch is super impressive because like, yeah. while like, just gotten processing used to it wise, yeah. uh, the iPad Pro it can outperform the Switch. Mm-hmm. We're talking about hardware that for one is starting at $1,000. <laughs> for right. two, it, it's not as what well. For all the crap that Joy-Con get, they feel mm-hmm a thousand times better than playing a game on a touchscreen or these like cheap clicky like attach the controllers to your razor phone like they Mm -hmm. feel a billion times better than all this crap um so for that where it's like it's a game boy it's a ds and all this stuff but Mm -hmm. it's playing xbox 360 games or a little bit better than like playstation 3 in terms Mm -hmm. of like visuals and stuff like that like that's still wild Mm-hmm. Um, but the people are like jaded because yeah, like yeah. they're looking at the numbers of mm-hmm. like that the well, Fortnite runs at sixty frames per second and it's four K and also mm-hmm. on the iPad, you know, like that type of crap. But like 
it's not the same. It's not apples yeah. to apples. It's like saying that, well, since my phone is 40 megapixels, that means that my phone is better than my 4K mirrorless camera. No, it's not. <laughs> I guarantee you it's not. You know, like, yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's, it's, it's easy to just have gotten used to the technology and it's not that it's not impressive, but again, it would have been super expensive to design back in the day, expensive to put out. It would have been expensive right. for Nintendo, expensive for us to buy. Um, but then also like some of it just wouldn't have, it might've existed, but I mean, just thinking about um, the fact that when the switch came out, getting a 16 gig micro SD card was like, what? I don't know, 40 bucks or something maybe not quite that. I don't remember exactly, but like, um, that was more expensive than it is. It was, yeah, exactly. And like a lot of those, especially, you know, like the 400 gig ones were like, it was like $400 for 400 gigs. Whereas now you, I got mine for, I was waiting for it to go on sale for less than 50. It went on sale for less than 50. So I bought, I got mine for like 35 a year and a half ago. Yeah. So that's (laughs) like, you know, the fact that that kind of technology has scaled so much in these three years, as far as price goes, means that like, Definitely not all of what the Switch is would have been that much more percentage-wise expensive, but individual parts of it, for sure, you know, have gotten way cheaper since then. So that's, um, it, it would have been but great I would say if the it Switch would Pro be. was... I think the Switch, like if the Switch Pro came out, whatever, the, like if it, if it played 4K games on us, because mm-hmm. all this stuff is exponential. Like yeah. you can, you can like say like, oh, well, it's a different screen, so but like... But no, it's like this is tech that wasn't widely used. Like mini LED is just yeah. now fully being embraced by companies and even mm-hmm. barely then. And these are companies that will have like the super thin margins or are okay with charging $2,000 for their TV or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Um, so if that tech costs that much now, that tech being in 2017 is going to be significant significantly more expensive especially for nintendo who typically if not trying to make pretty big margins on their on their hardware mm-hmm. are at least trying to like make some money you yeah, know right um so like the switch wasn't going to be 300 dollars mm-hmm. if it was the switch pro and i think that the switch being 300 dollars was a big part of its success um, in 2017. For sure. Um, and it's like, this is similar to something that uh, Falcon brought up to me where he was like, the, this, the Wii U was a mistake. It should have probably just been the Switch, blah, blah, blah. I was like, but it doesn't really work like that because like Nintendo is like an iterative, co- all companies mm-hmm. are iterative mm-hmm. where it's like, well, we learned this from this. If the Wii U didn't happen, they wouldn't have like come to the conclusion that's like, oh, well, we did this wrong and this wrong and this mm-hmm. wrong. So let's fix this. People like this about Wii U, but they didn't like this. So let's do this instead. Yeah. And um, like technology wise, I don't know either. Like in 2011, we just wouldn't have had the technology to make the Switch be like, I mean, the, the idea could have definitely been there. But as far as it like playing HD games, it wouldn't have been you know, more powerful than the Wii U back in 2011, it would have been significantly less powerful than See, the Wii U. See, but that's the thing, it wouldn't have, because the mm-hmm. tech still existed, it just right. was way more expensive. Right, exactly. So either, <laughs> yeah, either so, business-wise, you'd make the same tech way more expensive, or you keep the price point and then make it a lot cheaper at that point. Right. Yeah, you know, that's pretty much where, where we're at now. And so it's like, you know, kind of still crazy that the Switch is still $300, and then when the Switch Pro comes out, We'll see how that then changes or whatever. Like drop it but, down and stuff like because it's value for them. Like yeah. they yes, exactly. Nintendo very much so wants to be Apple. It's yeah. very clear. I say this all the time, and yeah. it's very obvious. They want to be Apple. They're not mm-hmm. charging their uh, consoles at cost. 
mm-hmm. if they can help it. Right. Um, <laughs> they're making a lot of money on Switch. And it's $300, not because that's how much it costs them to make it or anywhere close to it. It's $300 because people are going to buy it for $300. Yeah. So if they think that Switch is still going to cost, I mean, buy, like sell at $300 with a Switch Pro on the market, Switch Pro might be 400 you know, or 350 mm-hmm. or whatever, right? And then Switch will be 300 Or if they don't think that and they think that the market's starting to cool down on Switch, which, I mean, it doesn't really seem that way yeah, with right. like the hype around Animal Crossing and people not even being able to like get their hands on Switches as much as they're going out to try to buy them. Um, like maybe the Switch will drop down in price and then the Switch Pro will replace it. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like 250 and then 300 and because so, that's also a very Apple thing where it's like they're yeah. now trying to hit every price point. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you don't have money to buy a phone? You can get three generations ago for free <laughs> with a carrier. Oh, yeah. you have a little bit? All right, you can get our uh, budget phone for 250 Oh, you want last year's model? It's for, you know, and uh, they, they hit every price point. Um, mm-hmm. I can also see Nintendo trying to do that because they, I mean, they did a version of that before for a long time. They were trying to do that with 3DS where it's yeah. like 3DS now is our budget console. Get mm-hmm. one for 50 bucks. <laughs> <you know? laughs> and then they just completely stopped doing that. Um, yep. But yeah, I mean, the, to go back to like what I was saying about Falcons thing, it's like timing's everything for Nintendo because like even Wii U could have succeeded wildly if it was $300 and came out in 2010. Like mm-hmm. that would be wild because it yeah. would be at the height of that generation. Mm-hmm. It was more powerful than the consoles around it. It had the cool like second screen experience situation and stuff mm-hmm. like that before tablets got really big. It mm-hmm. would have been able to do better, but who's to say it would have been able <laughs> to cost the same price in 2010 and like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you for the comment, Patrick. That was, I think, interesting thing to talk about for sure. Um, And there you go. Last comment from my video, Ethan Kim says, I don't know. I way prefer having physical games. In fact, most people I know prefer physicals. I don't know anyone who likes cloud gaming. So the idea that we're moving in the direction where things could go all digital or all cloud is absolutely bogus to me. I get the feeling it's mostly Xbox fans who like Game Pass, but moving to cloud gaming would not go over would not go well for the Nintendo fan base, in my opinion. And this is where I was saying, like, I don't know how well I articulated the fact that I don't want it to go all cloud gaming by any means. But yeah, I don't think it's um, going to go all cloud gaming anytime soon. Yeah. I, even Xbox isn't all cloud no, or all yeah. digital. I mean, Stadia um, is. So, like, there's obviously, that's, you know, a sector of the thing. But they're also not, like they're not doing great and people don't really love that either. So, I think... But I don't even know if that's why. Yeah, um, right. I think that the reason why Stadia is not doing great is because the model sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much because cloud doesn't make sense. Right. Um, if they did more like the Game Pass model or something like that, then it would be a, a lot more succeed. successful. It, especially, yeah. yeah, especially since you don't even have to buy a box. Like if it was a subscription thing, if it was pay $25 a month to play mm-hmm. uh, 100 games or whatever like that. Yep. I think that would work a lot better. It's The problem with that is not the cloud part. Yeah. <laughs> like I think people are projecting. like They want cloud gaming mm-hmm. to not do well because it's not what they're used to or yeah. what they can uh, feasibly like access and do mm-hmm. all that stuff. Honestly, um, but- with Stadia, even if it was like it's a subscription thing or you can also like buy individual games as well to where it's like then you can cancel your subscription but still have these games then i think that would be fine it's like somebody's like yeah i only want to you know rent pretty much every game except for 
I don't know. Assassin's Creed Valhalla was really Even if they did it in a thing where it's kind of like Gamefly, where like Mm -hmm. after a while of being subscribed and stuff like that, it lowers the price of the game currently running and stuff like that. Like if they were like, your subscription is $25, but five of that can be applied to a Mm -hmm. game of your choice or whatever. Um, I I think that that will work a lot better. Yeah. Um, But all that said, for Nintendo specifically, yeah, I, I don't, A, the Nintendo fan base would also hate being all cloud um i would yeah. not like being all cloud cloud um, gaming and all digital is that by supplemental cuts. you're not yeah, going to exactly, wake up yeah. tomorrow and it'd be all digital but right. it's going to slowly get there <laughs> yeah and again like you said it's not gonna it's never gonna be all digital mm-hmm. but it'll get to a point for sure where it's 90 percent digital fixed and that 10 percent is gonna hang out there or whatever i don't know about 10 5 whatever it is it'll be some amount it'll be, be effectively all digital but yeah, there will be right. w- like backdoor ways mm-hmm. <laughs> to like all right i'll get the newest mario game <laughs> and this limited edition mm-hmm. like it's going to be stuff yeah. like that like a super rare games kind of thing like yeah. they're not going to die out unless people stop buying them but people aren't going to stop buying it you know right um because there's so few of them anyway that it's but like, the thing about it the thing people aren't going to like <laughs> and i think that most people that are commenting in this sort of stuff are going to be the ones that eventually embrace it yeah. um they, they don't feel like they will and they don't like the idea of it now but eventually it's going to be disk drives it's going mm-hmm. to be um apple taking out floppy drives and stuff mm-hmm. like that it's going to be you know like initially people are like the headphone jack how will i live without a headphone <laughs> jack then everybody has airpods you know yeah. <laughs> like um so uh right now it seems like it's not feasible but that makes sense because they're not planning to do it right now right just yeah which is the interesting the thing with like the xbox one and the fact that you know it, it pretty much they wanted to do what the market is at now as far as like it being always online blah blah, blah all that kind of right. stuff um but they just did it really early where people were mad about it and they were upfront yeah. about it instead of doing the death by a thousand cuts where everybody became fine with it organically mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> So it's interesting. All all things considered, I, yeah, I, the fact that we're already seeing the Resident Evil 3 remake cloud version thing means this is even less like testing the waters than I kind of thought it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I don't know. We'll see how it pans out. But I'm I'm pretty sure this is just one of those things that it'll be a good thing to have supplemental to the exact Nintendo experience we already have plus a switch pro that'll make things, you know, just better for the person that's like, yeah, my switch is great and all, but I wish you could do a little bit more. Right. And then there, there it is. And that's it for my video. But, um, you made a video as well that again, well, the other video for the week that you headed up. Any thoughts on it before we get into comments? Uh, no, I'm good. I, cool. I express myself in the video. <laughs> Watch it. Linked in the description. No, it's not. It's for Go to that channel. It's on there. I, oh, side note, there's several times that I've put, um, you can watch whatever at youtube.com slash directly to you. That is not our link for the podcast channel. It's fanatics for gaming. And no, I, no, it is directly to you. But it, I tried both that. Of those, both of those go to, um, Go to um directly to you, youtube.com slash directly to you and finance. Right now, it might be not work because I felt like I tried it before. Right now, if you type in youtube.com slash directly to you, unless it needs some kind of caps or it needs like slash user slash or something like that, um, it's giving me a 404 error. So I don't know. Maybe that's something we need to do on the back end. Let's see. 
directly to you. I don't know. In the meantime, I'm going to read this first comment. From yeah, our- I got to redo. Because what I was trying to do mm-hmm. um, recently, this is a recent thing. I was trying to change it so that it's youtube.com slash DTY to be consistent mm. with Anchor because it looks like that username, at least when you search for it, DTY, is not taken. But then when you go to redeem it, it is taken. <laughs> oh, weird. Which is, yeah, when I type it in, DTY doesn't do anything. So Yeah, exactly. Odd. So that's why. It's because I tried to change that, and then I tried to change it back, and then the change must have not went all the way through. Oh, uh. Um, but it was before that youtube.com yeah. slash directly to you. Okay. Because yeah, you can just type I'd... in directly to you and it'll pop up. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, Mega Man commented and said, I mean, do I even need to comment? You nailed it on the head. There it is. Because Diddy Kong Racing, man, that's the it's one. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I, yeah, there it is. Diddy Kong Racing. Bring it back. All right. Next comment. Glagger guy says, you know, it would be interesting re-releases of Satellaview games. A lot of them are considered lost media and there's some popular things they could bring like Kirby's toy box or those narrated Zelda games. That'd be awesome. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That would be crazy. Like that would be a wild thing for them to do. Like I could see them like bring back like the masterpiece branding from Mm -hmm. Smash Bros. Brawl and Mm. do stuff like that. Where it's like this is like the the from the recesses of our history type of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like Nintendo does seem a little bit like cagey about how often and what things they want to like pull back up from the past. Where like we would mm-hmm. they have so much stuff that we'd love to see it all the time, but it seems like maybe they just pull things. They know ice climbers is bad. <laughs> <laughs> they know. <laughs> so like um I don't know. It seems it seems like this is the kind of thing like talking about Satellaview games and that that existed seems like the kind of thing that they would just be fine to talk about, but it seems like they're weird and cagey about it. So all that said, that would be awesome. Like that would be the coolest thing, not the coolest thing in the world. Cause whatever, there's other things that are cool. Um, ending COVID would be a, a very cool thing, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm super down for that. That's a great idea. And there it is. Uh, Google said, great video, guys. Honestly, okay, it should be youtube.com slash directly to you again. <laughs> Try it. Yep, it works. There Good it job. Is. You fixed it. Um, Google said, great video, guys. Honestly, I hope we get every single Nintendo game ever either ported or emulated or whatever on the Switch. That would make me a very happy man child, especially Earthbound. Please give us Earthbound. Also, maybe Super Mario RPG so the Geno fans can be quenched. Oh my uh, I love it. Yeah, I, I that's agree. Such a, like, that's going to be one of those things that they super hype up mm-hmm. if Super Mario RPG comes out. Like, if that, that's going to be a Fire Emblem situation, mm-hmm. it's going to be $25 and people are going to be pissed about it. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I could very much see them being like, you guys wanted Geno and we got mm-hmm. him back. We Square Enix and Nintendo teamed mm-hmm. up and it's on the eShop for 42 hours. Scoop yep. it up. And I do you wonder... can only pick it up during business hours. <laughs> <laughs> and you need to buy It's the like a latest... bank. It's not open after you get off yeah. work. <laughs> like, if you don't have Mario Odyssey, you can't buy it. You mm-hmm. know, like... Yeah. I think that's the thing. Like, every Nintendo-developed game I think should be accessible somewhere, you know, like that's, 
I don't know. Maybe that's less reasonable than I think it is. But to me, that seems pretty reasonable just because obviously like we can't, you know, you can't expect people to go back and buy an NES and have an I don't NES. Know, it's because they're I don't weird know. with like ownership and stuff like that. Like, um, freaking a toy earns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he owns part of Earthbound, <laughs> you know, but like a, an American company that would never happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would never happen. The dude that like literally owns the pat or like is on the patent for like the iPhone. He can't mm-hmm. be like, right, <laughs> I want the iPhone back, you know, like that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but like Nintendo 100%, like if mm-hmm. he toys like never make another Earthbound again, they'll be like, all right. <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, I guess it's partly like a, I don't, maybe a cultural thing to some degree, like a, yeah, within the sure. honor system thing. I don't know a ton about Japanese cultures, so if I'm getting that super off, I apologize. But um, I don't know. Yeah. All I that said, yes. Big part of it. I also think it's because, again, something I talk about all the time, just like they want to be Apple, they want to yeah. be Disney. And mm-hmm. like they want to have that control over how people think about their IP. They see yeah. that there's fervor for a thing, and they're like, I right, want to let that simmer mm-hmm. for a while. To build up the value in your the mind. crazy thing to me though is they've re-released super mario bros in some form or fashion so many times but they still find new ways to you know hype it up or whatever mm-hmm. super mario 35 and all that but then like there's other ones that obviously they're just waiting for the one time that they're ever going to hype it up that they're mm-hmm. you know going to bring it out or something but they could just realize that like okay you can just do it again you know like do something with it later and then you can just put it out in the first but I place. I don't think they can. I think that yeah. they can do that with Mario because he's Mario. I mean, <laughs> but, like, but if can, they can do it a hundred times they, with they Mario, they can like, probably do it twice with something else. I don't my. know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If that's true. I mean, I, w- I mean, I would hope so, but I don't know if they could be like, hey, we know Metroid Prime 1 sold 600,000 copies worldwide, but we're going to hype it up again. You know, like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if it works. Like, yeah. It's tricky. Um, next comment comes from Topic Crew Games and Geeks, who I, fo- I thank you for your contribution that you're about to give to this world. Mm-hmm. Golden Sun, all with the collector's edition. <laughs> You did it. That's that's it. it. We can end now. Thanks you everybody for tuning mega, in. Now you're doing the mega. <laughs> that's right. I didn't mention it, so somebody else did, and that's that's all we. Have. Yeah, Golden <laughs> Sun, all of them, especially the Game Boy ones, because they're at least like they are two games that were supposed to be one game. Um, it's so like just put it into one game, and I mm. will be happy. I have that game on Wii U. Never played it. Well, actually, that's not true. I played it for 15 minutes or something. And I was like, Don't I know. Actually, Duncan, did you ever, um, Duncan? Oh, we didn't give him any kind of shout out to be like, oh, goodness gracious. Um, but he started playing it at some point. So I'm curious how that went. That said, I, I mean, I don't actually fault anybody for starting a game, no matter how great, and stopping it because, like, I have a hard time going back to older games and, you know, it's just sometimes you just want to play the thing that's going on right now. So, like, even if a game, Graham, a game is great. Mm-hmm. Like I started playing Okami and it was like, this is a good game. And I stopped because other things came out and I was like, I don't really care. It's been out for a while. So <laughs> whatever, that doesn't change the quality of the game, but in my mind, somehow it changes its urgency, I guess. So makes sense. Continuing on. change the quality of the game, but I mean, it doesn't necessarily make it bad, but right. it just means it didn't age well. 
which I think lowers I mean, that's, yeah. its overall quality mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things. Your expectations for some fine. things. Anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah. That, I mean, I guess that brings up the question, like, to what degree do quality of life things impact the quality of a game? And I think they do. I think you they know? do a lot. Because yeah. it depends, like... Like Pokemon Blue is hard to as, play now as because lo- as you're long so as slow. There's the whole time. games that, regardless of genre and stuff like that, that existed years ago, that mm-hmm. you could still, as long as a Super Mario World it exists, there's no excuse for any other game to not be able to do that. <laughs> right. um, so for people to then be like, yeah, but that game's different. It's like, yeah, no, that means that they didn't design it as well mm-hmm. as the people that designed the games that did age well. Yeah. I mean, there's some things that were just technical limitations anyway, where like thinking about the Fire Emblem um, Shadow Dragon and the Dragon's Blade, whatever. Mm -hmm. That one, the new one, that's the old one. Um, (laughs) They're adding, you know, bookmarks and rewind and stuff like that. And those are things that they couldn't have done on the NES and they're quality of life things that will make the game better. That's the same kind of thing that like I I talk about like with visuals, right? Where it's like Wind Waker looks great because they aim for a target they could actually hit rather Mm -hmm. than aiming for the target that in their mind's eye would look great at the time, but looks like garbage five years later, you know, Mm -hmm. like, like aim for what you know you can hit Mm -hmm. (laughs) like and design for that. Yeah. Not like make excuses for like, well, if it was developed five years later, then Mm -hmm. you could do like, I mean, I think there's just some things where like, it's, it's like with the fire emblem game or whatever. I, it's a better game now that it has those things in it, but I can't fully fault it for not, I can't fault it at all for not having those in there. I wouldn't say I necessarily fault the games for it, but like, I, I don't think that that's like the difference in how a lot of people think about reviews where it's like Mm -hmm. a score to them is like, if you don't give something a 100, it's because you docked it Mm -hmm. points. That's right. not how it works in my mind. It's no. like, mm-hmm. this isn't in the game, so that makes it worse, but that isn't necessarily, that's not an active, like, mm-hmm. it didn't actively, like, sabotage the game. It just right. isn't there, so therefore, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly, right, yeah. I mean, again, I was just starting to say, like, it's hard to play Pokemon Blue now because just yeah. the mechanics aside, whatever, blah, 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 like, the game is just slower to play, so it's more fun to play on an emulator where I can do it at two times speed than it is to play it on original hardware where just like, unless you have a bike, you're just walking super slow from place to place, Yeah, you know? So like that kind of, and thing. all the text animations. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, um, but at the same time, I love the game, but it's just slow. <laughs> Continuing on with topic cruise, uh, comment, uh, ports from 3d, 3ds ever oasis. I feel like this game should not be left behind since the switch is given an RPG, given the RPG, a place to grow. It's, it's such a it's such a weird game in terms I of like timing. Barely it's so know. weird that they didn't put that game on Switch. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That was like 2017. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I so think that weird. was at the time where like I it's funny to me because where they did the like the third pillar sort of situation or second so, pillar, I guess. Yeah. I, I can think of if I think of it from like a songwriter perspective, I get it. Where um if I if I write 50 songs or whatever and all of them are like decent mediocre or whatever and then there's one song that like everybody else hears and they're all like that's the one that's the song that's great i don't necessarily know what about it makes i could probably like dive in and figure out something 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 this is you know like 
because of this kind of cadence or I don't know, whatever that makes the song better. But really it's just that like it resonated more with everybody else than it did with me. And I feel like that was probably how Nintendo was feeling going into the switch where they were like, we're pretty confident that people are going to really like this, but it's possible that it's just going to be another console. And we've got to make sure that we have other 50 songs, you know, in the bank. And that was kind of what the 3ds was where it's like, we're not going to drop the 3ds immediately because we just don't know how the switch is going to turn out. But meanwhile, everybody else is looking at the switch and like, no, 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 you got it. Just don't worry about the other thing. It's done. Yeah, it's good. It's but fine. It's just, it was just weird that they didn't like, hedge their bets by being like we're still going to make 3ds games but yeah. these 3ds games are also going to yes. be playable on switch <laughs> you know like that's the weird yep. thing to me. I it doesn't surprise that. me that they continue to make games for 3ds it just surprises mm-hmm. me that they didn't also make those same games i mean and they did right towards the end but and i wonder no i mean i fully agree um i just i wonder how hard it would have been if they had the development budget and stuff like that too, mm. like Ever Oasis or whatever, that one specifically, that was only three months after the Switch came out. So like yeah. maybe whatever. But I I do hope that like that, um, Samus Returns and all the other like 3DS games that were the out Swan towards the end of 3DS, that yeah. we yeah, that we get those coming over at some point. But continuing on the comment, uh, Shining Force Gaiden and two bring hype to this to the this game uh summon night it was on your platform never came in north america but we get five and six i've never even heard of it so yeah and also which platform i wonder i don't know we'll never find out and in azuma 11 i know americans not really into soccer but since the rise of anime this can be given a second chance plus it's a fun game yeah that's good. So that's a uh, that's like that's, anime yeah, soccer game, right? Anime soccer RPG looking situation. Yeah, and uh, honestly, soccer is a lot bigger in the states than it used to be. Um, mm. I definitely remember it, like because I was in France at the time of the um, World Cup, what nineteen ninety nine or something. And I think that was like one of the first ones that the U.S. got to like maybe the quarterfinals, and it was. And then since then, it's, you know, gotten high. They're like, we matter in this game. We can be the best in this, too. Huh? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was funny because at that time, I think, yeah, France won that one and it was a big deal and everybody loved things and blah, blah, blah. But it was funny because, yeah, America just like didn't really care about soccer. And then very quickly, and as soon as they, America started they, doing they it a little like, bit, we're okay, they're like, we're, we're do good it. now. We matter. Now yeah. we can care about this sport. <laughs> uh, and last comment, this is from Trip Gould, who says, excellent vid. We sometimes forget the video games are, for the most part, intended for an audience that was not alive when most of us adults fell in love with games. Unlike film and television, where classics are still widely available, legally, for ongoing generations, Video games from past generations are all but inaccessible to the current audience, except through illegal emulation, of course. It's true. It's true. Um, and there's there's just not as much incentive to make them easily available. Um, yeah. Because, like, a lot of, like, especially, like, with film, right? Like, film is still higher resolution than what most people have access to. So it's easier to go back in and yeah. digitally like enhance and you know, cause they have mm-hmm. access to more visual information mm-hmm. than 
That's we currently have access to on our screens. Whereas with video mm-hmm. games, you have to effectively remake the game to, to make it work in a, in a way that's mm-hmm. palatable to today. Because like you don't have to adjust a movie or most movies to make them make sense or still play well to our eyes mm-hmm. and minds and uh, um, sensibilities mm-hmm. now, you know? Um, but video games are different because yeah. like we were talking about before, there's just stuff that does it like design wise doesn't make sense anymore. I mean, it didn't even make sense then, but like it was the best option that they had that. So mm-hmm. it was like the thing that we accepted, but now we have better options. So they got to re they got to work in those better options. <laughs> so yeah. there's more work that needs to be done. There's new games that are being made here out of these older games. So that's how they approach it. Like they're new products. And you can't flood the market with a bunch of new versions of the mm-hmm. old thing. So they just try to pick and choose the best ones and mm-hmm. do it like that. Trickle them out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing for me too, is I would love to, it's, you know, it's fine that Nintendo took down a bunch of ROM sites and stuff. Cause it's within their legal right. It makes sense. It sucks, I guess on a preservationist side or something, something, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But with that, you know, the, some of the complaint from a lot of people was like, but they're not really doing anything to give us alternate options for how to play those games. They should do that. And I agree, but like, I don't expect it all to be immediate at all. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm fine if we don't get earth ga- earthbound beginnings till 2022 or something like that. But I would, part of me wants to know just that Nintendo, like wink, wink, nudge, nudge, we're going to get it all on there eventually. But like, you know, don't worry about it. It's going to be on there. And then it's like, fine, I'm good. To, I mean, I'm good to be patient anyway, but then I'm especially good to be patient. However, then I think on the flip side for somebody with the exact opposite mentality that could make them more impatient for it, because then it's like, well, okay, when's this next one coming in? Right. Or it's, it's a tricky thing PR wise, I think to navigate some of that because there's just so many different people in the world. And, yeah. I don't know. It's PR I think is, is hard because we assume that everybody else thinks the way that we individually do and they don't, as we see many times in all spheres of life. Um, (laughs) so yeah, I don't know. That's it. I golden sun, you know, that's the takeaway. There it is. Um, that's it from the comments from our videos. And now we've got the last segment question and answers also known as q a mm-hmm. and i'm gonna make sure that there weren't any last minute questions twitter check twitter i just <laughs> I did checked the same. twitter yep i did and the same <laughs> um so here we go here's some questions from youtube community first uh the pagongi asks what is one out of nowhere first party rep that you want in smash um DJ Octavius <laughs> from Splatoon. <laughs> Out of nowhere is hard because so okay. Uh, last week or some other time, I'd mentioned Drago from Ring Fit Adventure. I think that would definitely fit in that, but I've already said that one, so I'm mm. gonna try to think of another one. Um, a first party rep. I'm gonna open my Switch and just look at games and see. Oh, um, uh. Olivia from Paper Mario Origami King. That's the one. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, cool. it would be it would be out of nowhere. Freaking yep. Giant uh, turtle. Giant thing. turtle. And <laughs> did you ever finish that? By the way, 
No, I still need to. There's too many games. Dude. There's too many games. Too this many is true. Games. Yeah, so I'll, I'll say Olivia. There it is. Uh, is. GoFish Goldfish says, I have a few Halloween-related questions. Oh, uh, shoot. Have any personal fears ever, or have any personal fears affected your experience with the games? For example, spiders, heights, and there's some more questions, but we can do that one first. Um, I don't really have any specific fears like that. Like, I don't have any like active fears that I mm-hmm. think about outside of in the moment. You know, like if somebody yeah. freaking like held a gun up to my head, I'd be scared. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I don't. Ha- I don't have like a fear of insert whatever. Yeah. You know. So no, not really. I remember um, when I was younger and I was playing Spyro, this freaking like, uh, I think he's like an ogre man. He like slammed something down. Uh-huh, that used to yeah. scare me. <laughs> I was like, oh, shoot. And I think it was, it was more so the noise that it made mm. than like the monster itself. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think that's the only time I could remember like being scared and like still playing the game, but like, anticipating being scared of that thing when i played it i don't know that i've ever played i don't think i've ever really been scared in games i think it's just the kinds of games that i play just doesn't really happen and like Mm. i know the um the re-deads or whatever in ocarina of time a lot of people are like that that was the scariest thing for me as a kid and maybe i just didn't i mean i I assume that's a part i haven't played ocarina of time in forever i assume that's a part of the game that you have to go to and i feel like i remember interacting with them but i don't remember being particularly scared of them which seems weird but maybe i just forgot about it all that said yeah i don't really have a whole lot of the memory (laughs) (laughs) probably i don't have a whole lot of like yeah like you said specific active i don't like spiders i don't like you know some of those kinds of things but not particularly scared of them i think most of my fears instead are more like i don't know fear of being alone not like literally alone but like Mm -hmm. you know grand scheme alone and those kinds of things so but i don't play a lot of yes <laughs> existential fears is exactly that's the ones um so but yeah as far as games wise i just don't play a lot of games that touch on those very much uh, yeah uh continues on what is the most recent game that you played that has scared you well um, and then Byro, actually, 1996 <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> like, yeah, I here. Let me see. Maybe I'm just forgetting something. I um, scared me. I'm looking just through my Switch now. It's funny because I remember watching a friend of mine play. Oh, I think Amnesia or something. Is that the one? Uh, I. Th- if I remember right, that's the one where like you either have, you have a flashlight and there's monsters, but you either have like, you have a sanity meter or something. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's, um, outlast. It's not outlast. Well, it might the be one that I'm thinking of. I think is, well, no, the sanity meter. Well, I don't know. A lot of people might. I, mean, I do remember outlast. Though. I actually might've did it. Um, but I know the sanity meter is, uh, eternal darkness or whatever. Oh yeah. So the, I'm thinking of... But I don't know. Amnesia might have a sanity meter, too. Yeah. Maybe it was an amnesia, but it was another one like that. Pff, I just looked up. Amnesia. <laughs> amnesia game. Um, amnesia the Dark Descent. I think it is this one. Um, you go in... You go into, like, your... Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, this is the one I was thinking of. But, yeah, obviously, okay. like you said, um, those other games have it as well. I remember watching a friend of mine playing this, and he was like, 
dude is so scary and things. And I'm sure that it is, but watching it from a third person point of view, it's never scary. You can like so easily just like, ha ha ha, this does not scare me at all. Um, <laughs> but then as soon as you like sit down and start to play it, then it would be a lot more scary. So, but I never actually sat down and played it for more than like a minute. And I didn't have a lot invested, but I think with that kind of thing, the more you have invested in it, the more scary it is if to you, you want to be scared it's easy to be scared of games mm-hmm. like that and but i'm way too cynical for games <laughs> like now i'm i'm way too cynical yeah. for that game i'm like dude you're like a freaking 360p texture i'm not scared <laughs> of you <laughs> like, yeah. yeah i think that's the thing it's like however much you are able to mentally distance yourself from the thing lessens mm. a lot of it which right. like i remember watching scream with some other people which honestly great movie like i know that's a classic <laughs> or whatever but um i don't watch m- many horror movies and that one's like borderline horror because it's kind of horror parody at the same time yeah but like, i watched it with it was be. me a friend and a bunch of a uh, a bunch of other people that they were all super scared and then the two of us were just like very out of it for some reason um and just I see laughing the at the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was really like, it was very fun to watch and be like, okay, he's going to come up in the back seat. He's going to come up in the back seat. And I said it out loud like four times. And then he came up out of the back seat. And <laughs> the girls that were with us all just like, ah! and it was very fun. We enjoyed it a lot. I remember laying in bed that night and being like, if Ghostface came up and stabbed me in the back and like murdered me, I kind of laugh right now because of just how ironic it is that I just laughed at the fact that it was a silly movie <laughs> and now he's killing me in real life. Like, uh, yeah. So irony, I don't know. There's that. Not to say that I wouldn't be scared by things if I actually watched scary things, but continuing on. Um, he says for me, without spoiling anything, there's a section in Hellblade where you're waiting in water and sneaking past some creatures. I managed to get past it without dying. I do not know what I would do if I had to do that section over and over again. (laughs) There it is. Um, And any spooky game plans for tomorrow? Thanks as always. Um, I'm going to play freaking Smash Brothers online and that's always spooky. (laughs) I'm going to play Among Us tonight with um, a couple of friends um, for birthday hangs and stuff and that's going to be so spooky because we're all going to die rip rip so there it is but yeah Great all right times. continuing on pat green hello pat said hi do you have a plan to watch any specific halloween movie this weekend and did parker have a happy birthday yeah man it was pretty good it was kind of a weird birthday um but we're mostly doing the celebration stuff today so yesterday was kind of just pretend like it's a normal day so that we can postpone it to today and here we are so mm-hmm. things um any specific halloween movie i think at, my wife very much enjoys spoopy things so mm-hmm. if nothing else we'll probably at least watch the scooby-doo live action movie which if you haven't seen it <laughs> it's so good it's the same screenwriter from guardians of the galaxy um and originally it was supposed to, it like was almost an r-rated movie and mm-hmm. then the the um whatever it's called the, yes. you know up top people were like nah we got to take mm-hmm. all this stuff out it was like all right but it's great <laughs> what about you uh i don't watch movies i'm bad at watching oh, yeah. things already established this several times <laughs> I, I have no attention for that 
Uh, John Anquist asked, you should discuss why Bob reviewing a Rumble Pack for a Nintendo Switch is a waste of both his and his viewers' time. <laughs> but some people like that stuff, man. People like watching reviews for things, mm-hmm. even if they're not particularly going to buy the thing. Mm-hmm. Because like, almost especially if they're not going to buy the thing. <laughs> because like, if it's not good or if it is good and it's mm-hmm. just something that's like, yeah, not for me, but I'm interested in learning about yeah. it. And well, you know, there's an audience for that. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Outside of the things that I was already going to buy, I've watched, you know, per, like 90% of Bob's videos in the past several years. And I don't think I've bought any of the things that he's reviewed, but they're always interesting to watch. Cause just like, I don't know, it's just fun to watch and like fun to hear his take on stuff. So mm-hmm, I'm with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. GJ grapes. Daniel says Halloween pranks. <laughs> I don't know if you want us to talk about Halloween pranks or if that was the Halloween prank was not asking a question. <laughs> Either way, I'm down. Um, Halloween what about you? Halloween pranks? Halloween pranks. Am I right? I got Halloween pranked once or attempted when I was, uh, how old was I? I was like six. Mm-hmm. And I was Simba in a wagon. And my sister left me in the wagon. Oh, no. At the spoopy house. And she hid and made me think. She left me, but I was like, I don't care, dude. I'm Simba. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what are you going to do to me? I'll freaking roar, dude. Uh-huh. I, I just remembered my scariest game memory for what it's worth. Oh, you ready? No. <laughs> yeah. I was playing Civilization 3. Oh, no. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> so scary. Um, I was playing Civ 3, uh, and I was 10 or so. And as I was playing, it was like super quiet, just hanging out at my grandparents' house. And it's just like, you know, the computer noise making the sounds. And then suddenly my sister had been crawling up very slowly behind (laughs) me. And she's what, 12 at this point. Um, And then she just jumped out and was like, (laughs) and I, because it was just so quiet, I was so focused, the jump scare and all that. I just like, peed my pants practically like so 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 scared and then like literally and i don't understand this i literally went and hid behind the door i think more out of embarrassment than fear because i knew nothing like you know it was just my sister jumped out of me but i think i was just mad and didn't have a place to go um and i was so mad at her and yell and like whatever was like you can't do that I told my parents or something but for like several months maybe a year or whatever prior to that i'd been doing that same thing to everybody else like trying to jump out at them and my mom oh was like this is God. so annoying please stop doing this i don't <laughs> like it all so she did not yell at my sister she was like well now you know what it feels like <laughs> and that was it so that was my scariest game memory was playing civilization <laughs> having my sister scare me to death i cried my niece does sad. that all the time and it never scares me. <laughs> yeah, right. She, she's like so mad. <laughs> but I'm like, I know you're there. I know, yeah. like, if I walk in here and I don't see you, I know you're hiding somewhere. You know, like, deductive uh, reasoning. She's is. a businesswoman, apparently. <laughs> so, <laughs> forgot about that. That's so funny. Oh, oh it makes me happy. Why? Oh, yep. my. 
Questions I'm from Discord. Hey, if you <laughs> if uh, if you want to join our Discord, you should join our Discord. Um, if it's you're listening true. to this, you probably already did, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Cowboy asks: Now that we are approaching November, what game do you think gets Game of the Year? What is the Fanatics Four Game of the Year? And also, with the holidays coming up, do you all have any specific games you extend? to play during the holiday break slash downtime. I'm thinking of Dragon Quest, which is in my backlog. Uh, game of the year is probably Animal Crossing. I think Animal Crossing is the, like the game of the year. Mm-hmm. Like the, on an objective level. Um, yeah. Like the game that had the biggest impact and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's probably my personal game of the year too, because it's probably the game that came out this year that I like spent the mm-hmm. longest time playing and thinking about actively, like yep. the the game itself. Um, there's been other games that I probably liked more, like in the sense that they're more my thing. Like I probably mm-hmm. like Fall Guys more, mm-hmm. um, but only play Fall Guys on stream, <laughs> you know. And then there's yeah. like Pokemon. I'm probably going to play that more because of the DLC and stuff like that. But again, that came out last year, and it it's just more of the thing that I liked before. It's not yeah. so much a new thing or anything like that. For all um, those reasons too, it's hard to quantify it because animal crossing definitely was the thing that I've put the most hours into this year, but it also had like a super sharp decline where I was like playing it quite a lot. And like, you know, kind of dipped down for the last couple month or so. And then at some point I got all the fossils and was like, that's it. That's my out. And then I just stopped. So in my mind, I, I reflect back on the decline more than I do the time with it. You know what I mean? Right. Which is strange. It's to weird. Me, I think most people think of it like that, but no other game is thought yeah, about. No. Like yeah, that. exactly. Even though. I think because it doesn't end with. The yeah. decline is sharper because yeah. it's like, it, like you play it until it's done and then you're done. Yeah. But Animal Crossing isn't done, so you play it for much longer. I think it's the same philosophy as a Nintendo Direct or whatever, where like if you could have a super long Nintendo Direct that has a lot of great things, but if the last bit of the Direct is kind of lame yeah, or like whatever... You're leaving all your, your, your most recent memory of the game. The fact right, that when exactly. you turn it off, it was because mm-hmm. you were done with it. Yep. Like spiritually <laughs> yeah exactly so it would be I'm moving on not because the game told you you were done right so i mean like that said i think a thing that would have felt more conclusive to me and wouldn't have made sense for them for the game but as far as me for is if there's if there some, was like a set end point yeah like, or just like some <laughs> fake end point where it's like you've turned in your something or other. They and could now, even let you do that because since yes. it is a game I mean, it's like that, Ganon fight, that honestly, make your own like, objectives and stuff like that. Like if they asked you at the beginning of the game, what mm-hmm. do you want to do? I want to mm-hmm. make sure that all my paths are designed and I want my house to be this size and with this stuff in it and blah, blah. And then the second you do that, mm-hmm. Tom Nook's like, hey, man, remember you told me all those goals? You did it. And then there's yep. fireworks and then the credits play and stuff like that mm-hmm. probably would have been better in that regard. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that they even think of Animal no. Crossing like yeah. that, where they want so people they. to like send off, they want the like door send to it off with a bang, open, you know? Stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. they want you to like maybe feel like that at one point, but then get curious. Cause like mm-hmm. I get curious every once in a while with the updates. I'm like, do I want to jump back in? Nah, my mm-hmm. village would probably hate me, but mm-hmm. you know, like I debated, you know, that wouldn't happen if it ended with a bang for me. I'm like, Nope, right. I'm done. I'm not going back. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So I think that's, I mean, I don't know. That's something maybe I'll dive into 
more at some point. But all I'd say, yeah, probably objectively, that would be the game of the year for me. Um, I'll have to wait a little bit because, like, it could be Age of Calamity, but I won't be able to say until after that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, right now, probably Animal Crossing. Second place. And I can't say Divinity Original Sin because I played that last year. (laughs) Uh, Third place among us question. Uh (laughs) Yep. The I just yeah. don't think I'm allowed to have Among Us as my top three game of the year because I don't like it. And I'm not going to say I don't like it. I'm not as into it as people mm-hmm. who are into it. You know, right. <laughs> like freaking like Grimhain. This uh-huh. man plays this game daily. You know, yeah. like and that makes sense because it's like it's definitely like that type of game where like mm-hmm. if like people will have a squad and it's like yo, this is what we're doing, man. This is our game. You know, um, mm-hmm. but it's just not that type of game for me. Where it's like I like jumping in and playing every once in a while, but it's not the sort of game that I want to play for a long time, multiple times mm-hmm. a week or whatever, you know? Yeah. It's like a board game yeah. in a way. Some people like playing the same board games over and over and over and over and mm-hmm. over. I mean, it's but like, I'm cause you have different sometimes playing board games. <laughs> yeah. Cause you can have different experiences with the same board game and stuff, right. but it, it depends on the personalities and what the thing, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is that's fun about it and all that stuff. So, because the fun oh. that I find in Among Us is less the game and more like the personable side of it. Of right, like, exactly. Yeah. Like this, like when we were playing it, me knowing when you were lying because I know how you... <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I'm so mad are. about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like, I so quickly regretted the way that I did that and like was like, well, that's it. That's, I put the nail in the cover. I hadn't practiced lying yet in that game. Uh-huh. So like, I think the second time it happens, like tonight... We're gonna play Among Us, and I am excited to lie. But like, <laughs> but besides that, yeah, I just I don't know. You know, it's it's a thing. So that's the stuff I like about Among Us, though. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that might be why I don't really like it as much because most of the time I'm playing with people that I don't know on that yes, level. Right. So like, when I am playing with people that I do know like that, it's hilarious. <laughs> but when I'm not, it's just it's like it's yeah. fine. Yeah. And I think I mean like again, it sounds like Grimhain, for example. Uh, is more of like a spearhead kind of person where even if he's in a group where he doesn't know everybody, he'll still kind of take more of a leadership position, mm-hmm. which and that, that, that might even like, be part of the fun for him of like yeah, the, right, exactly. not knowing everybody and figuring them out. Yeah, know? right. Exactly. So whereas like for, I mean, for you, you typically sit back more and kind of just observe the things, but like if the things aren't worth observing every time, then it's like, you know, you can't change the tide very much by doing that. So, right. Interesting. Uh, good question, cowboy. Uh, we'll have to let you know later. Oh yeah. But the last question, do y'all have any specific games you intend to extend to play during the holiday break slash downtime? Uh, downtime doesn't exist for me. Yeah. (laughs) So unfortunately uh, I think that'll be the case for me too. (laughs) I don't really get much of a holiday break. So I don't know. (laughs) I mean, Mm -hmm. the, the mainstays will still be there. I'll still be playing Pokemon. I'll still be playing smash. Mm -hmm. Um, I would like to play the games that I want to finish like Luigi's Mansion and Link's Awakening and Mm -hmm. like stuff like that. But who knows? Honestly, (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah. I mean, also, if that's something that uh, it just depends how much that matters to you individually, I guess, as well, because mm-hmm. like to me, I I want that to matter <laughs> to feel like finish games and, and check them off. Yeah, but it's it getting matter. to a point where it's going to start to not be able to, you yeah, know, it doesn't really matter fine. to me. Like, I would like to play the game because I like playing the game. I don't really yeah. care about like having mm-hmm. the like 
I checked off the box. Yeah. <laughs> just like, no, I want to play more of it because I like mm-hmm. the game. But at the same time, I like playing other games too. Yep. That are not this game. So like, that's the main thing that stops me from doing it because I don't yep. have that thing in my head that says must finish thing. <laughs> you know, like yeah. the reason why I finish games generally is because I just want to keep playing it more than I want to play other things. Like yeah. I played and finished Spider-Man on PlayStation 4 because that was the game I wanted to play most when it came out mm-hmm. <laughs> until I finished it. And then like, I think hey. the interesting thing with the Switch too, and like, I don't know about your schedule specifically, but at least for my schedule is the games that are the more that are more pick up and play i just generally do a better job at finishing like i'm realizing with that's a big reason why i play smash brothers as much as i do because it's so autopilot for me like it's it's like the polar opposite for how i feel a lot of people feel about smash brothers because like for them it's like stressful and they're sweaty (laughs) like like, like i'm gonna lose but for me it's like it's the game i can play and turn my brain off and listen to podcasts and do whatever Mm -hmm. um so like that's a bit and like there's no like uh definite like i have to be playing this for x amount of hours or whatever it's like i can literally jump in and play one match on elite smash or do Mm -hmm. one tournament or play for a long time with friends in an arena you know yep Uh, and i think that's why i'm having a hard time with like astral chain for example is it's yeah and and like similarly i i like the mechanics better consistently of a xenoblade or whatever but i have the same problem with those where like I could turn the game on and get right into playing or I could turn the game on and have a 30 minute cutscene or 15 minute mm-hmm. cutscene or something like that. Less so with Astral Chain specifically on the cutscene side, there are definitely a lot of cutscenes, but it's just that some of the gameplay is the kind of gameplay that I don't care as much about. But yeah. if I were playing in like four hour chunks, then it would take four hour or like it would take four or five, four hour chunks to beat the game. And yeah. all of the like me parts of the game would get, kind of washed out by the good parts that would be within that same play session. So it like, you know, tailors more nicely than playing it 30 times for little bits at a time where I could have a whole session. I was like, well, I didn't enjoy any of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I think, but whereas I know like, I'm pretty sure at least Max typically plays more the other way where he plays like long chunks at a time, at least certain games or more often than I do. I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. Um, so then he likes it more and like reviewers will like it more for that reason too, because they'll yeah, play it. That's how they play. They'll and, play it in two, two right, yeah, 12 exactly. hour chunks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I think that's definitely, you know, comes in. And uh, on that note, youth hurt asks, why is call of duty so addicting? Please discuss. <laughs> I mean, I think, <laughs> I mean, I don't care. I care zero about it, but if same. It's, you, <laughs> no. it's probably um, for the same, like pick up and play kinds of reasons that like, you can feel like there was an arc within a very short play session. So then you can just like pop in real quick, do the thing that you're going to do and be like, there it was, that was a thing. Or like, ah, yeah. I didn't go quite how I wanted. I'll get it next time. Or I'll get it again right now. <laughs> right. Something like that would be my guess. Also, if you're just like in, thematically you know if that's yeah. just like this sort of yeah, thing right. that gets you hyped like that's that's another part of it too for yeah. sure it's true um ah interesting next question Mega Man asks now that the crown tundra is effectively done what's next 25 <laughs> um <laughs> um i don't know remakes i guess mm-hmm. but, i'm thinking remakes yeah, yeah. as well remakes i i'm 
honestly, I think Diamond and Pearl seems a little bit more likely to me than for next year than um, than Let's Go Johto or whatever. Yeah, for sure, for sure. The only other thing that I like, it's definitely not the next gen, obviously, but the only other thing I could potentially see is that new Pokemon snap really gets pushed out and they don't yeah. have a Pokemon RPG for next year. They just yeah. have new Pokemon snap as the Pokemon. Right. I think they could, I think yeah. they could do that. Um, I hope not, <laughs> but I kind of hope so. I mean, if mostly they, assuming yeah. that they do what I want right. them to do yes. yeah. being that they use that time for something rather mm-hmm. than, it doesn't even necessarily have to be like use it to make the game or the next game that they make more grand or whatever, but just right. use it to work on the next thing rather than yeah. just being like, all right, off year, to, you know, <laughs> like, which I doubt they would do that, you know, right. like they're a company. <laughs> they're a company. It's true. And they're not the ones developing it. Mm-hmm. Bandai Namco are. So like if they use, like mm-hmm. if they don't come out with a game next year, it's because they are developing the yeah. next thing. Yeah. Um, so I hope they do that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Assuming um, that Pokemon Snap isn't a bad choice. Right, yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, Megman goes on to say, also, Mars Bars or Snickers Bars? Mars Bars are trash. Uh, Mars Snickers. Bars are uh, different They're here. Milky Ways or whatever. They're Milky Ways, yes. Yeah, they're garbage. I hate them. I um, like them. The- Mm-hmm. That's all. And also, again, for anybody who doesn't know, yeah, Mars bars in Europe are Milky Ways in the States. Milky Ways in Europe are Three Musketeers in the States, is about how that translates. Lion bars in Europe don't exist in the States outside of certain <laughs> grocery stores, and they're super good. So go get a Lion bar. That is all. They've got like, it's kind of like a, they've got Rice Krispie treat sort or like little rice crispy sorts of like, things around the outside. Uh, crunch bars less so than because it's not like within the chocolate it's uh-huh. um it's like a wafer or whatever and the top layer is chocolate with little bits of rice crispy things gotcha. in it it's very good they probably have it at some store around you but i don't know where but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh mars bars is my opinion he's Snickers wrong. obviously for you so yeah Snickers are better, dude. last question from duncan <laughs> um you know, you now work for Nintendo and you're in charge of making Mario Party 11. Shiggy M. Dog says <laughs> that it needs to be the best-selling game in the franchise or else you're fired. What do you do to make that happen? Uh, online multiplayer. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Include some of the older minigames from like the NCC4 and GameCube games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. do new mini games that use every like facet of the joy con that like one two switch use like the ir sensor the motion the uh, jo- uh like the um hd rumble and all that mm-hmm. stuff um include some stuff that like plays on like the handheld concept and like the multi-switch connectivity sort of thing and like mm-hmm. do all that stuff like use everything that the switch does and do like the parts of Mario Party that everybody likes already. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of what Super Mario Party clearly tried to do, yeah. but Better. it ended mm-hmm. up not landing because they divided a lot of that stuff up uh-huh. into different modes. Like, I would focus all of my efforts on, like, the party mode. I wouldn't do, like, partner party and, mm-hmm. like, the music, like, rhythm game mode. Like, I would mm-hmm. do a lot of those same mini games, but just put them in the main party mode mm-hmm. um sort of thing. and like also uh yeah the fall guys think something 
however you can make it be as fall guysy as possible in terms of the just make people feel reach. like they can be good at it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like, not necessarily again it doesn't have to be like sweaty competitive sort of thing but just like even casual players can feel like they can have input <laughs> and mm-hmm. what happens beyond just like why well, i got that star but the game told me i lost anyway you know yeah, like right because no matter how good or bad you are at a game like it doesn't mm-hmm. feel good to feel like you're winning but the game telling you you lost because of some random variable mm-hmm. and i mean i think on that too some of the some of the mini games can definitely stand to be more not they're they are chaotic but a lot of them are kind of repetitive in a mm-hmm. in a sense of where it's like it's a warrior game but for you know a minute instead of for mm-hmm. five seconds or something right. where you're doing the same activity over and over and it's like who can you know mash buttons for the longest for this amount of time as opposed to like a more fall guys kind of thing where there's more variety by the end of you know the clock or something like that which makes for just a much more easily shared moments that you could, you know, like grab the clip, put it on Twitter and a lot of people watch it and react to it. But like the pie throwing mini games or whatever, like, no, that's just not going to happen with those. Like nobody cares, you know, it's fun to play, but it's not as far as like selling more consoles. Like nobody's going to sell more consoles because of a pie throwing mini game where it's like, I got 12 this time. And <laughs> only got 11, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, there it is. And uh, that is all, everybody. That's all we've got for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I don't know. Do all the good things. Do all the things. Click the buttons, follows, subscribes, Mm -hmm. Twitch Prime. Watch Twitch. You know, twitch.tv slash tags for. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) 